Mill, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Velen. Hello, Patriots. So. We got a fun show tonight. Yeah, I, I think we do. Yeah. Uh, it is the, uh, some, the the destruction of America. Oh, oh, is that what we named it? Is yeah, that that's, what, that's what I named it. Is that what we dubbed it? I mean, I, pre- if well, I figured that pretty much fits for any day these days. I, I was thinking, uh, you remember the South Park episode? Uh, where they find out that Barbara Streisand is a succubus. I mean, that was common knowledge, but yes, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, I kind of feel like <laughs> that's what we're seeing out of this administration. <laughs> it's like one gigantic succubus trying succubus. to destroy the world. Okay, I gotcha. Well, uh, so you guys are aware that, of course, the uh, the current DOJ well, the current administration has weaponized the DOJ and they are using them to target patriots. And, Completely. Um, yeah. And uh, we have one of those awesome patriots on with us tonight, actually. Uh, Jolyn from the great state of Texas, I believe. So why don't you bring her on in? Well, give me one second. So she can tell her story. I was doing something. Because it's it's pretty insane. You guys, hold on to your hats. This shit's going to blow your minds. Welcome, so, madam. How you doing? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm super pumped. Uh, I don't even know how y'all heard about our story. Uh, I think one of our listeners actually um, sent me your a TikTok video that you did and asked me um, asked me to get you on. So I was like, sure, absolutely. We we always go with listener requests whenever possible. So um, here you are. That's awesome. That that TikTok was a plea for that kind of help. So I'm so grateful that one of your listeners identified that and shared it with you and that you guys actually took the time to make it happen because we've hit so many brick walls with trying to get our story told. Um, And conservative media just really has not picked it up or responded to many, many uh, requests. And so we're depending on patriots like you guys kind of grassroots efforts to tell our story. So I just want to say thank you so much. Our family is really, really grateful for y'all. It's absolutely our pleasure. So, um, and uh, before we get into it real quick, Jalen, I just want to address this. Jaekwondo Master, any space news? Um, they actually had the, of course, I hate time zones. So they had the their big news conference at 9 a.m., not 7 p.m. today. Mm. Uh, apparently, they have finally, after years and years, managed to take a picture of a new black hole in our solar system. So it basically looks like a big yellow space blob. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so that at that, least you were not going the way I thought you were going because <laughs> I thought you were like, Hey, look, space has got a butthole kids. <laughs> you know, no. that's what I was going with it. <laughs> it looks like a big yellow space blob. So I was, I was slightly anticlimactic actually. Um, so anyway, sorry. Uh, I've been talking that up for the last few days. They had this this big like big story we've got to talk about horizon yeah. telescope team was going to be releasing this you know once in a lifetime news and it was that they took a picture of a black hole and i was like oh oh, oh. And, and then a whole bunch of nerds got up on stage and spent like three hours talking about um <laughs> i don't know what little stuff they did. <laughs> and of course because we do have a fantastic listening base this is the first comment concerning it which kind of just killed me yeah. Sorry, Sorry to Nick. interrupt. We all got to go to space in this one day. <laughs> I'm just saying. I should, have worn, I should have worn my I need my space t-shirt. So yeah. anyway, but that's okay. But the t-shirt I'm wearing, I figured was appropriate. It says, um, when tyranny becomes law, 
rebellion becomes duty. Uh, quote from Thomas Jefferson. So, yes. yes. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of what's going on with you. Haja Lynn, tell us your story. I'm telling you, we know it well. And it's so crazy because we had newly just recently gotten involved in politics during the election during 2020. We knew that we wanted to vote for Trump, but we didn't even know why. And we couldn't hold up an argument with our liberal friends who were saying that he was racist and anybody who voted for him was white supremacist. And, you know, it was it was kind of difficult to know that you have conservative values, but not even why. And so I felt like nobody really raised us that way. Uh, it was just like, this is how we always do it. And so we were we wanted to dive in and figure out what was important to us and really understand our own values and start to identify them. And once we did that, we were like, oh yeah, we're raging conservatives and uh, we wanna join our local Trump train and put signs in our yard. Like, why haven't we done this sooner? Um, and so that's what we did. And we joined our city's Trump train and started meeting other like-minded people and it was no time at all that the liberal friends we had couldn't tolerate or entertain any of the things that we were saying or posting they were calling us white supremacists like we expected calling us racist calling us hateful and how dare we how could we vote for trump they thought that they knew us better than that we lost a lot of friendships which i think a lot of people can relate to that and I think that maybe is what kept us from being outspoken about it for so long but when we started to meet other awesome patriots in the trump train we were like, okay, out with the old and with the new, these are the kind of people we can actually be ourselves with. And so we spent, you know, about three weeks driving around in multiple parades in our town um, during the month of October, where, you know, it was something our town loved so much that people would sit outside in their lawn chairs and wait for us to come by and wave flags and pom poms. And there'd be young kids and old people, all kinds of people just really excited to see the patriotism. And it was just, it felt like, important to get people excited about voting since we had felt like we had been so suppressed how could we help other people get excited about this and so when the biden harris campaign bus drove through texas on october 30th 2020 we were like oh my gosh like how fun would it be to get a cool picture next to the biden bus like wouldn't that be funny if we got a picture of us with the trump flag next to the biden bus and um, hundreds yeah. of other people thought that too if a biden train or bus ever came through here, we would, we would most definitely be there waving Trump signs. I have right. no doubt in my mind. Right. Exactly. Or Candace like, signs. If a uh, Come on. You know, you know, when the Stacey Abrams bus comes through here, we're going to be out there waving Candace signs. You know, this is true. So yeah, I hear you, Jolene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just a no brainer. It's like, in fact, it was like, we can't miss this. Like, this is going to be hysterical. And I want to be able to show this picture to my grandkids one day. Like, and, and what I didn't realize was that I'd also be having to tell my hypothetical grandkids one day that we'd be getting sued in federal court under the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871 for driving next to the Biden bus that day. Uh, but we didn't find out about that for eight months. So, you know, we drove next to the bus October 30th, 2020, but it wasn't until summer of 2021 in June that the people suing us had a national press release and mainstream media plastered it all over uh, the World Wide Web. I mean, it was it wound up being worldwide news. And it wasn't until four weeks after that we actually got served and found out the scope of this lawsuit. So the way that we had to find out about it was from a friend who saw it on CNN and called to tell us about it. And we didn't even believe it was real. We figured it was propaganda because wouldn't you know if you were getting sued? <laughs> Not necessarily, but... <sighs> 
Whoa. Okay. First of all, they're, they're suing you. Um, I knew that what, was going to blow your mind. Who, who is suing you exactly? So we've got Biden, Harris campaign staff, Biden administration, White House staff. We've got politicians and liberal influencers, as well as the bus driver, to include former Texas State Senator Wendy Davis. She was also a candidate for governor against our the governor we have now. Um, Dr. Eric Cervini, he has written The Deviant's War, The Homosexual Against America. David Gins, or Gins, I don't know how to say his last name. He works for Kamala Harris in the White House. Um, and then, you know, some staffers no, that were there. He, that doesn't, he doesn't anymore. He quit. Yeah, Did he finally quit? He was, uh, the whole team basically has quit at this point. Almost everybody has quit. Yeah. So, so like wait a minute. Happens. So they're filing a lawsuit a because, suit. hold on, they're filing a lawsuit because they can't get you on criminal charges right. because he wasn't president yet. He right. was just a candidate running for office. And there guess, are no criminal charges. And, and guess what? He can't get you on criminal charges there either, even though he was possibly going to be an elected official because once again, he wasn't even in office yet. He wasn't even close to where they were like, Hey, you know what? We're going to make you, we're going to give you, you know, you are, uh, you know, Protection. We're going to give you, yeah, the secret detail. Yeah. But simultaneously, there weren't any crimes committed. I mean, uh, no, I, I realize that. No, I understand that. But I'm trying to understand why they would go the lawsuit route. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. And they probably got all their liberal buddies behind them saying, oh, yeah, I was offended. I was offended by her. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. So they're saying that they're traumatized and offended that we were there that day, that they're afraid to go to work, go out in public. They've had to go to counseling because they're so traumatized. The bus driver wants to be compensated for his annual salary because he's saying he's too afraid to ever drive a bus again and go to work. You know, those are the kinds of claims that are in the civil complaint. Um, but their claim is that we banded together on a public highway in the same way that the Ku Klux Klan would on horseback, but with our vehicles to suppress and intimidate minorities, specifically black people from voting. And that they, they also say we had a premeditated plan to run the bus off the road, even though we never did. And so these are the lies that we're having to combat in this lawsuit where they're claiming that they're traumatized and people, most people, the general public, when consuming this via a headline, all they see is Ku Klux Klan lawsuit attackers run the bus off the road. So they don't know that it's civil. They don't know that we didn't run the bus off the road. They don't know that we're not Ku Klux Klan. I mean, it has been an incredible amount of defamation and slander that, um, you know, the character rehabilitation will last a lifetime just trying to salvage our reputation from this. Okay, but... <laughs> you guys actually have kind of the upper hand on this one because you don't have to do anything to defend yourself. However, they've got to prove their case. I want to see them prove. How do you prove that? I, I can never. I, how can you prove that Joe Biden has been so offended because I've got video clips of him out in public. I've got video clips of him. I've got hours and hours of video clips that literally all you got to do is just Google search it. But it's find not it him. It's the staffers. It's the, the staffers, staffers that, that are triggered that are so offended, yeah. right? All yeah. they have to do is state their feelings, go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, get some liberal quack to be like, oh, yeah, they've got PTSD because of this. And it's done. And yes. another, your own quack has to also do an 
has to, you know, have time with the patient before they give their professional diagnosis. And he can come back and rebut all that testimony in that, which they have to pay for. That's, right. And well, so the burden is on us that we do have the burden to defend ourselves in this. So we're a single income family. My husband is a plumber and I'm a stay at home mom. So we don't really have the funds to go up against the federal government and politicians. And, you know, it, it, it is very, very intimidating. Um, we won't be successful. They won't be successful in intimidating us, but the reality is that they have over 20 attorneys and multiple nonprofits funding their lawsuit, along with smear campaigns against our family. And we have one attorney and we're fundraising to try and keep up with the bills that are coming in uh, because we have not been able to get pro bono representation since this is in federal court at the federal level. It costs hundreds of thousands of dollars and we've not been able to find anybody willing to do it pro bono because of the amount of time and work it takes uh, to represent us and fight this fight. And the left knows that. They know that they are bankrupting us through this as they make an example out of us to chill free speech and other Americans. Additionally, it sets a precedent that if, if they're doing this to us, we're basically just a precursor for what they plan to do to other Americans who have a Let's Go Brandon shirt or a Trump bumper sticker or groups that form together and actually start making waves and getting noticed and getting other people excited and involved. They want to squash that and shut that down. We're seeing that with the Freedom Convoy, January 6th. You know, we're no different. It's just that there are no criminal charges associated here. Praise God. Um, but unfortunately, we've already spent probably close to $75,000 and we haven't even made it to trial yet, just providing the documents that they're demanding so that they can continue to form their argument against us. Countless hours. Um, you know, it's very exhausting just getting beat like a pinata while they sit back and sip a Mai Tai on the beach. Like it's crazy. I, I, this, I, this is absolutely ludicrous and stupid and, uh, go figure that none of the Republican media, none of the liberal media even want to put this out because that would counter any narrative possible that either side could come up with. Um, and it, it is horrible. I mean, it's, it's bullshit. I mean, I got people on both sides saying everybody has PTSD, OCD, ADHD, ADD, something nowadays, psychiatry and big pharma are in, in this together big time. Um, we also have people asking if you have a give, send, go. I hope you have a give, send, go and not a GoFundMe. Yes, we strategically selected give, send, go since they're a Christian-based platform. We did not want to get censored or shut down. Uh, we've actually been fortunate enough to meet the founders uh, and owners of give, send, go. They're fantastic people. Yep. Um, we, we made a website and it is freespeechdefender.com freespeechdefender.com. And there's a link there to our give, send, go. Um, it just says click to join our family of defenders and it launches you to that website. Um, and so basically we've been fundraising to pay these legal fees. We cashed out our 401k. Uh, we tapped into our savings account and then we started relying on, you know, we, the people to link arms with us and help us fight this fight. We understand how important this is. It's not just about defending our family, but it is a free speech defense. And so um, we care about whether people agree with us or not. Free speech is a God-given right. It's a constitutional right. We should be protected by our First Amendment without fear of repercussions from the government. That's exactly what's happening here. Um, and so it's more important than ever that we get loud and we push back and that there's accountability for the weaponization of the law system against average Americans that disagree with politicians. That is the definition of tyranny. And, and it's our job to stand up against that, call it out and expose it. 
And so um, we are getting a lot of pushback from the plaintiffs on that. They have seen me trying to talk about this with the TikTok and some smaller interviews I've done, and they have filed a gag order trying to silence us from speaking about it. The judge has yet to decide yet if we'll be gagged. Um, we're waiting for that decision and praying against it fervently. Um, but the judge that we're assigned to is appointed to the federal court by Obama. So he's an Obama appointee and the same judge that overturned Texas's heartbeat bill earlier this year, which appealed to the Supreme Court. And we're only two appeals away from the Supreme Court and expect that we might end up there as well. And we filed a motion to dismiss this lawsuit with the judge based on the fact that these plaintiffs have not even met the basic requirements of using the Ku Klux Klan law against us. It should have been thrown out because they didn't even meet the basic requirements of this law. Yet he has allowed it to move to trial. He denied our motion to dismiss it. And that is where it sets the scary precedent that if somebody is upset with you or offended with you or doesn't like what you said or did, they can sue you under the Ku Klux Klan law without even proving any kind of racial animus. And it can move through the, the court system to bankrupt you and effectively silence you and those who watch you go through it. Well, yeah, because they don't care about the law anymore. They um, and there's a, a word for it. It's called lawfare. Yes. Right. Yeah. Lawfare. They use they use lawfare because they it, it's like warfare. But using the law, um, they've weaponized the, the legal system, the DOJ. Uh, to come against regular patriots and uh, just regular American citizens. You said you said you're a stay at home mom. How many kids do you guys have? I have one 11 year old. His name is Jude. And I have since started homeschooling him since we got involved in politics. I started to learn what indoctrination was. And I, pull, I pulled him out of school and started homeschooling him. And we started with, you know, constitutional curriculum and history and bringing him back to the foundation that we wanted him to have. And um, it's been an incredible learning experience for both of us. So I don't think that these people suing us expected us to get even more fired up and even more passionate. I believe they expected us to quickly get stomped out or snuffed out or intimidated or just roll over. And we just have a fire lit underneath us where we feel the responsibility to defend free speech, to get even louder than ever, and to encourage other people to continue exercising their right to free speech. Um, you know, because we know what they want is to intimidate people. So it's so important for us to make sure that there's meaning and purpose in this and that people leave feeling encouraged and inspired seeing what God is doing in our life to bring a victory to free speech rights for all Americans. Because as Christians, we believe our freedoms come from God and God, he wants us to live in freedom. And he, he set us free from laws of tyranny. So why on earth in a country where men bled and died to establish those freedoms for us, would we just hand it over? Um, so, you know, we created freespeechdefender.com. Once it kind of came to us that that's what we were doing, we were defending free speech. And other people were wanting to get involved in this fight with us. You know, we've had lots of people say, thank you so much for taking a stand and being on the front lines. I'm too old to do this now, but I know this is important. Or some people who say they're too scared to do it, uh, but they know it's important. And so $5, $10, $20 at a time, our fundraiser has grown in the last year and a half to about $165,000, which is an incredible amount of money. I remember not knowing where the first dollar would come from. Um, unfortunately, in the court system, you know, that is not even enough to get us through this first phase with them. And so when we come to our attorney and say, hey, we want to hold them accountable and go after them with a counter lawsuit, or we want to go after these slanderous media headlines that call us Ku Klux Klan, white supremacists, have pictures of us wearing Ku Klux Klan hoods from cartoons that they've made, or Whoopi Goldberg called us emboldened racist bigots, saying that, you know, first we'd fly a Trump flag in somebody's, uh, or next to 
the Biden bus later, we burn crosses in people's front yards. There has to be accountability here. And then our attorney says, well, we need to focus on just defending ourselves and responding to their demands for discovery right now, because that's all we really have the money to work with. That's a very frustrating answer when we want to go on the offense and hold them accountable. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I hear you, uh, Jillian, because I'm I'm a homeschool mom as well. Uh, I'm homeschooling our 10 year old. We do have one that goes to high school, um, but it's been, I've been home with them this year. It's been an absolutely incredible experience. Like I'm right there with you. And we do this every night for, you know, the kind of the same reasons of what you're doing, you know, because if we don't speak out, who will, right? If not us, then, then who? Yeah. Um, and we feel like God led us to do this, to stick a microphone on the side of a computer and start talking. And, <laughs> and we've been blessed to, you know, to get an awesome audience and, and, have people tune in every night and it's grown exponentially. We're just along for the ride. Um, and it's, you know, it's cost us pretty much all of our savings, but that was by our choice. You know, that wasn't, um, because we, we believe that, you know, if you have money, you should give it to a good cause because that's the only way that you get more money, right? Like that's, if you have $5, you should give it to someone who only has a dollar and, and then you'll find $10 on the street. Um, that's just kind of how it goes. But uh, it, it's this whole past year, two years has just been such an incredible experience. And I'm, I'm so heartened to see your your hope, like you're so obviously, you know, hopeful and, and you've got that fire lit in you. It's it's incredible. Um, I I do want to say there's there's someone else with a little bit uh, who's kind of a little bit better known who's going through a very similar situation to you right now. Um, and he's been coming out about it. He's one of the strongest uh, defenders of free speech here, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. So he actually had an FBI whistleblower uh, come out. Uh, it's about a 15-minute segment, but it's, I think it's really important that that we watch the whole thing. We don't normally watch seg short, like clips that are that long, but uh, I think a lot of people haven't seen this because he's been pretty much banned from Twitter. You can't even like post a link to Project Veritas on Twitter anymore. It's, you know, even that's a mess now. So uh, if you don't mind, we're going to watch this real quick because um, it, it could even have some bearing on your case. So yeah, I would I haven't seen it. I would love that. Awesome. So you've been a special agent for a number of years. Correct. Special agent with the FBI. That's correct. I've worked in counterintelligence, counterterrorism. I've worked criminal. What brought you to Project Veritas? Why are you here? There's a number of very troubling things that are happening within the FBI. And I would say that the, the direction that the agency has headed troubles the vast majority of the agents. Project Veritas appears to be a victim of political undertakings, which is where this, this agency has gone. You came across some information. Um, can you tell me a little more about that? The file that you're talking about is background on the, the Project Veritas investigation the, the, that resulted in the search warrant um, at your premises. There's a number of things on there that are alerting and they don't necessarily make sense for the type of organization or agency that you are. First of all, what, what can you say about how you came across or acquired this? Uh, this was given to me by a colleague who was interested and also sympathetic to the fact that it, it appears that there's a, a political vendetta against uh, your organization. And what, what uh, leads you or, or him or her to believe that there's a political vendetta? We don't see a lot of investigations into news organizations. It's not common. Um, the ones that are are almost specifically tied to threat countries that we would be investigating for intelligence purposes. 
to see a criminal investigation, particularly one categorized the way that this is, is alerting. And it's surprising based on the public information that is provided. What does SIM mean on this document? It's S-I-M news media. So SIM is a classification that means it's a sensitive investigative matter. And that basically affords the subject of the investigation with certain protections internally. Because it's sensitive, it could be a political figure. It could be someone in a church or a religious figure. It could be uh, a news media organization. Who makes the classification that we're news media? It would be done in the FBI's office, specific to the investigation. Um, it would usually be identified as by the case agents who are working it. Based on the prominence of that individual, there's going to be a higher level of supervision to sign off on authorizing a case. And it's also done in conjunction with the chief division counsel of that field office, who's going to be the top internal lawyer. Title restricted, access denied. Why is that? So once you are designated as a SIM, the information is going to be restricted from the rest of the FBI's search capabilities. That title would normally be the name of the subject, the name of the victim, the name of the type of crime that is being alleged, if you know if these things exist. In this case, it's restricted because uh, even the name of the subject would indicate the nature of what was going on. Have you ever heard of, of this happening before, an investigation like this into the news media of this nature? I'm not aware of any. 56D, what is that in reference to? 56D is a classification of the type of investigation. So that alphanumeric specifically refers to federal election crimes. Um, but there's any number of classifications that follow all manner of both intelligence investigations and then also criminal investigations. And in this case, it was a, a story potentially about a diary. So maybe the audience is wondering, what does it have to do with an election crime? This, but, this document does not answer that. I okay. think it's a question that a lot of people within the Bureau would probably also be curious to know. So let's go to first to CAST. What is that in reference to? CAST is an internal program in the FBI that uses sophisticated techniques to exploit cell phone data for location and for content. It can be used with geofence warrants. It can be used in conjunction with cell phone uh, tower dumps, IDs, Wi-Fi network pings. And it's basically looking for location and it's looking for time and distance with phone numbers. Talk more about uh, these different categories, ELA, GJ, Interprods, Panu, and what strikes you about, about these things that they've listed here. So some of them are very common. They'd be in almost any case. Intel prods, that's intelligence products. That's gonna be required to be in any opening case. It may or may not be a placeholder. Grand jury, same thing. Mm -hmm. If the case is gonna be prosecuted, there's a grand jury file. There's nothing exciting there. ELA, standard required. This is a depository for evidence, nothing alerting. Penn tells it that they were probably doing a pen registry, trap and trace. So this is a legal technique where they can see your toll records on whatever phones that they're exploiting. They can write to the, the carrier. It wouldn't have content. It would simply just be the, the, the transaction records between phone numbers. I haven't seen a CNN file before, so I can only speculate that it means what it, what it looks like it means. Would they be investigating CNN as a news organization? Or I mean, what, 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 what do you make of that? It could be any number of things. If they think that there was a violation where CNN was a potential victim, they could maybe use it that way. Sometimes we'll see it if it's a place where certain source information comes in. Uh, in this case, CNN, I, I, I couldn't speculate what's in it, but I imagine it has to do with CNN. Going down to Sentinel tags, mm -hmm. HQ, CID. So HQ refers to the Hoover building. That's the, that's the folks at FBI headquarters. CID is Criminal Investigation Division. And it lists a series of things, violence, extortion, coercion, liberty, activity. What does that mean? So these are threat tags. They're going to tag analysts 
to take a look at the documents that are being produced in this investigation. And uh, I think they mean exactly what they say on their face, but why they mean that regarding your organization is outside of my understanding. I don't see things like this. This was chosen by the people who opened up this case. They had to specifically list the threat tags that they wanted to identify. Why the word violence, harm is on this document. Now, some of these could be speculative, but they could infer based on your interests and the danger with an organization that has taken the political lean that we have and has already decided a fairly partisan outlook. You're in, you're in danger of people giving into their biases and assuming maybe that, that you are involved in violence or harm when in fact, there's no evidence to it. There's no requirement for there to be evidence to be able to put a tag on like this. This is simply a review. So the people that are interested in those specific programs We'll take a look at what you're doing. On Thursday, October 29th at 1 o'clock p.m., Roberta Kaplan, attorney for uh, Ashley Biden, who also is or was the attorney for the uh, woman married to the son of the U.S. attorney in this case, mm -hmm. sent an email to Jared Ede, General Counsel Project Veritas, this is insane, we should send to Southern District of New York. This document is dated October 29th. Do these things work that fast? So a case opening can be done in a morning. There's no question about that. But generally speaking, if you're going to do something like a SIM, it's been talked about for a little while. Um, what we're seeing on the date that says the opening was on, on 1029, what that tells us is that's when a full investigation was initiated. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't an assessment of some kind. Right. But if there wasn't a preliminary investigation, which would involve some other tools that they would be able to use um, to initiate prior to that. What I do know is that if it happened in a day, it's likely something that was discussed prior to. If you have an interest in opening a case on a SIM, it has to be discussed. It has to be signed off. First, it has to be approved as a SIM. There's who, who approves that? So generally speaking, it's going to go supervisory or above, but it also is going to have to have concurrence with the legal counsel within the office. And what's the legal counsel title? The top lawyer will be known as the chief division counsel, and they will work with, but not, they're not beholden to in any way, shape or form, the Southern District of New York. So the United States Attorney's Office makes its own assessment of what they're doing when they prosecute. And we can open cases that never get picked up for prosecution. That happens all the time. They can bring us cases. We can bring them cases. So neither of us work for the for the other, but we do work as partners. Well, what do you hope comes from your endeavor to be here and, and say all this? I would hope that we could end up with a nonpartisan law enforcement agency in this country that's not doing things that seem to be inappropriate for its, for the power that it wields. It's an awesome responsibility. I mean, it's truly an incredible amount of power if used wrong. The country cannot sustain their largest law enforcement agency we cannot have partisan investigations and using a piece of the executive branch as a weapon it always has strived to be an apolitical organization that was what they that's the pitch that i got when i came in you don't get paid by the cases you don't get paid by the prosecutions i get the same money whether or not that happens it doesn't matter the pursuit should be for truth very similar to what your your organization stands for in name. It should be looking for what is the right answer here. If we if we clear a subject of wrongdoing, so be it. They should never know we were bothering them. Going back to this intelligence work that you've done at the FBI, talk a little about the surveillance of American. Uh, that's been something we've heard reported in the news. Anything you can speak to about abuses of power therein? So the FBI conducts two types of, in, of investigations, if you were going to go broadly speaking. One half is criminal. They're pretty straightforward. 
there's an allegation, there's information, indicates that a crime happened, we either have a, a victim or a subject that, that engaged in it, and you, and you try to prove that case. That's pretty much as straightforward as it needs to be. There are obviously complications. But when you move into the other side, it's not what Americans believe it is. The intelligence investigation is meant for information in the same way that the CIA doesn't have to prove a case against anybody overseas. An intelligence investigation is meant for intelligence, which is to say knowledge about things, and they continue to propagate for the sake of knowledge itself. And the knowledge doesn't have to be actional. It doesn't have to be operational. What we'd call tactical information. It could just be knowledge that we just have now forever logged in a computer system. And so that doesn't require that you've done anything wrong simply by being the virtue of your position and your job, depending on your job, uh, by being an American citizen who may travel like uh, uh, your ancestry. These could be easily justified under a classified appendix that exists under the, the document that you're looking at there, which is called the Diog. That's the, that's the governing dynamic for the FBI. It's the Diog, the Diog. That's the domestic, uh, investigation operations guide. A classified appendix in Diog provides the one paragraph justification for spying on anyone. If used unscrupulously. So the justification takes very little work. Whether it gets approved or not is another answer. I can't say that anybody would be approved to have a case on them. You generally have to write it up. It's in the bureau they talk about. It's not what you what you did. It's what you wrote. It has to be in writing for it to have happened. And in a lot of ways, how you write that is whether or not you're going to open this case. If that case looks like it's articulated in an appropriate way, absolutely. Why wouldn't it be? And that and that could be members of academia, it could be members of the press, it could be a politician, there's going to be much more scrutiny, the more substantial the target. But the justification is the same. It's mm -hmm. easy. And it's one paragraph that's tucked away at the end. It's one of the few parts of the entire public document that you see that will be redacted. It, it, it seems as though that could allow the FBI to create some pretense to launch this investigative intelligence work on anybody. As long as it's written up the right way, correct. Um, it, it is so hard to shock people anymore, isn't it? Uh, it's almost like we sort of shrug and say we already knew this already. Everybody assumes the government's looking into fill in the blank. This is the standard thing. Well, the government's looking into my phone; they can hear my conversations. Right. That may or may not be true. There, there certainly are people whose conversations are being captured. But what people don't think about is this. When you open up an intelligence investigation, you have an entire suite of tools. You can write secret subpoenas called NSLs that you'll never know about. The government can pull your bank records. They can find out who you were talking to on your phone. They can um, look at your social media. What's an NSL? It's a national security letter. And we'll never know about that. Never. So the predication of the national security letter is classified secret. It's hidden for 25 years. It's not going anywhere. No one's going to read it to, outside. To what end are they doing that? For the purpose of information. The end is the end is is itself. And they could do this to journalists. They could do this to anybody. And there's no question right now that the American public has looked at the FBI, and they have lost the shine that may have existed ten or twenty years ago. And I'm not going to speak whether or not it's appropriate for the FBI to have had the reputation it did. I think there have been crimes that have been committed in every decade by this organization. Some of them have been openly acknowledged, 
There's a reason why all FBI Academy graduates have spent a day at the Martin Luther King Memorial, because they're acknowledging this is the penance, the, it's penance that the future is doing for the past. And in the same way, we all have to go and attend the Holocaust Museum, spend a whole day at the Holocaust Museum with a specific program for law enforcement, with the whole idea that tyranny happens incrementally. And it happens by a bunch of people agreeing to small injustices over and over, simply to keep their paycheck and their pension. So what you're saying is the paycheck and the pension leads to the Holocaust. This is my contention. It's, it's a really, really dangerous step that if you're willing to accept incremental tyranny and small abuses of your authority, you take the pension and the paycheck and you'll walk it to whatever that darkest end is. And I don't have a problem with people who believe that they're doing the right thing. I have a problem with people who are doing the wrong thing and they know it. What is your message to the people in the FBI watching this? Because there will be a, a considerable amount of people that watch this and many of them in the FBI. What's your message to those people? You took an oath. You got to live it. You're the only one who's going to answer for it. But if something's being done and it's wrong, it's your job. It's literally your job. It's within your job description to stop things that are wrong. There's thousands and thousands of people who know what's right. They still know what's right. So now you just have to act like it. Wow. That is, um, uh, wow. That is uh, pretty crazy. Um, if you ask me, uh, I, I didn't watch it last night live with, uh, my wife. Um, however, wow. That's just, that is ridiculous. Hit the button, babe. Yeah, I know. I know you're a little flustered right now. Um, yeah, everything that guy was saying is 100% truth. What he's talking about, what they were showing you there in the beginning is what uh, we used to call a page one. Page one in any case is your case number, gives you the docket number, gives you the address and location of the a DA that you're going to be using. Um, it also goes over the crime specification portion of the sheet, which actually tells the person who's being charged and with what crime. Some of page ones can go for three or four pages. Why they ever called them a page one, I have absolutely no idea. But hey, the retard in charge said, hey, nope, we're going to make page one this, even though page one's five pages long. And in page one, I don't, I didn't have to put anything that I could prove. I put what I thought the crime was and my thought becomes whatever or is the basis of that investigation moving forward from there, what they have to prove within the course of the investigation legitimately legally under the color of the law, they have to prove their predisposition of the case. So essentially Every movement, every step has to be within the predisposition of the case. Now, for instance, in your case, I mean, obviously the FBI is not investigating you, but it gives you kind of a backstory as to what's going on in the higher echelons of our legal system, which has completely subverted. And as far as I'm concerned, um, turned and pimped out 
the constitution for what they believe the constitution should say and not legitimately what the constitution says. And what that guy was saying right there is a hundred percent legit. Everything he said was it's literally your job yelling at them. Hey, look, it's literally your freaking job. Do your damn job. Shut up and just do your job. Don't if I worked doing that stuff for long enough to know that I couldn't keep doing it because if I kept doing it, my political beliefs would eventually flow over. So I stopped doing it. It would compromise your integrity. Correct. So I stopped doing it because I knew I couldn't keep those two things separate. That being said, even still to this day, it shows me that there are still people that continued on down that road. And basically, and especially in your case, because they didn't have integrity to start with, so they weren't concerned about losing it. They it, saw the job as exactly a tool to further their own political ends. And this is, and that's all that that's is. going on right now with you. I mean, literally, when you boil it all down, I know it sounds very simplified, but that is what is going on. And to me, that is a complete subversion. And uh, I don't know how. What else can you say about? just destroying the constitution. I mean, they are sh literally shredding every part of the bill of rights, everything the government has to prove the fact that the, the government or well, the plaintiff in this case is filing for discovery tells me if I were your lawyer, I would sit there and say, you really don't have a case. If you're filing for discovery, you're working based off a of sole emotion. They're right. not working off of anything else. They're just like, well, we felt bad. Right. How do you prove that? Right. You're absolutely right. They're looking for some sort of text message or some sort of, you know, they want to see every single Facebook post that we liked, commented on, shared, engaged, um, reacted to in the past two years. See, and, and I, are, yeah. is your lawyer fighting that part? I hope he is because that's where you win. Because no, it has, what bearing does it have on our case? They would have to make a pretty substantial argument in front of a judge. And yeah. a lot of people going in front of a judge like that, uh, part of my French, but they really fuck that up when they get in front of a judge. They're like, okay, give me a what did you just say? You sound like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It seems like they are still grasping at straws, trying to make something out of nothing. They've bought themselves a considerable amount of time seeing as, the date that this occurred was one day after the date on that document, October 30th, 2020. And we're already coming up on the summer of 2022. So, you know, they're upset. They want all of our cell phone records. Okay. I have nothing to hide. You can have them, but my cell phone provider only goes back a year. So I'm sorry. It doesn't even go back to the date in question because you waited so long to file this lawsuit. And then the judge waited so long to decide that it would go to trial that y'all have successfully wasted 16 months. And now you want me to produce documents. And remember, you know, exactly who, whose Facebook post I liked. And <laughs> I mean, like, good luck with this, you know, uh, it's crazy. But Even they do, they do that on purpose. That's exactly why they did that. Because then they can say that you're in contempt for not providing the documents that they are requesting. Uh, but even still, there are so many privacy concerns there that, um, I I'm just speaking obviously from the criminal realm, but there are so many privacy concerns there that I wouldn't even attempt to ask for something like that because it's, it's not just about you understand that every person they have to ask for a specific warrant for every person. If you were doing a criminal investigation, let's just say 
I wanted to see all your posts and what you liked and what you didn't like. They have to file a specific warrant. I, there is an umbrella warrant, but they have to list out every single name of every person of every post and who everybody liked it. That is exhausting. As they want me to on, provide that, I know on the criminal realm. And yeah, so in the civil world, right, they're still asking us, like, we want to know every single member of each Facebook group that you've been a member of. I'm like, this is an unreasonable re request. The amount of time we've spent producing the documents that they're demanding is affecting my entire life. You know, it's like I, I quit my job two years ago so I could homeschool my child, not so that I could work full time to fundraise, to play these games with these politicians and then spend 80 hours a week trying to produce the documents that they need and begging the American people to listen to what's happening to our family and help us. <laughs> you know, it's like completely overrun our lives. Uh, and they know that. It just feels like we're getting smashed around like pinatas. I mentioned that earlier and it's just this metaphor that sticks with me. You know, like we've got, God gives us a joy they can't take from us, but we feel the beating that they intend for us to. And we just take pride in not allowing them to be successful in beating us down to nothing. But we certainly are black and blue from it. And I agree with you. It's, it is as if they're trying to build a case because they don't have one. Meanwhile, you know, they, they're claiming these damages. Uh, but didn't produce documents to support them. So if they're saying the bus driver's too traumatized to drive a bus, the civil complaint indicates he made between six hundred and seven hundred thousand dollars a year driving a bus. What? Yes. What? And that's his alleged salary. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We, we need to. I, I got to quit. I'm sorry. I'm leaving Texas right now. You all have a great day. <laughs> We'll talk to y'all later because I'm going to go become a bus driver in fucking Texas. Watch your shit, folks. Because, man, I am in the wrong freaking profession. Holy if that's going, what the hell? I mean, I understand Texas is go big because we got to make up for all the other small shit. But, oh my God, you're paying bus drivers six to $700,000 a year? I need to get the fuck to Texas now. Not today, not tomorrow, now. <laughs> I know we've joked that we'll just get jobs as bus drivers to pay for this lawsuit since if that's the going rate. Oh, shit, I would do shit. it. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's obviously fabricated, but they are claiming this and haven't produced pay stubs to show that's the case. Of but, course. And that would be a basic document to produce to support their claim. And when we demanded them, like it's been, you know, nine months, you haven't turned this stuff over. We need it. Um, their response was that they were waiting for the judge to put the gag order in place before they start turning the documents over in mm. so many words. So that tells me, you know, now after, because they, no, 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 stop, stop. Uh -huh. I wonder if Lee would listen to this. Lee Dundas. Yeah. Cause she's also licensed in Texas. She, is, she has license in Texas. Yeah, I know is she it, yeah. is it a federal. Is it the Western? It has to be the Western district of Texas, which is federal court she's Lee Dundas is a human rights attorney. Yes. Um, she's, she's, she's an amazing Patriot. She's, and she's located in 48, California, 48 of the 50 States. Yeah. She's on both sides, federal oh. and local. Yeah. Okay. She could, uh, yeah. I bet I'll, if I'll send we're going to send you some, uh, contact. Yeah, info, I'll, I'll send her this. We're going to send her this I'll get you in touch with, with Maureen, her assistant. Um, because, uh, it, at the very, cause I, I was going to reach out to her. We haven't had her on for a, 
a minute anyway. She would, um, uh, I bet she would jump all over. Or at this. least be able to give you some advice or maybe take up the lawsuit to go on the offensive against them. Cause man, she's yeah. a hell of a fighter and she doesn't give up worth yeah, of crap. She's amazing. So, um, she was, she was one of the ones that was, uh, in front of Congress with Thomas Renz. No, in front of the Senate. With and Thomas that's right. Renz. Talking about, uh, yep. the vaccine injured. So yep. yeah, she's, awesome. she's, pretty amazing um yeah she's a hell of a lawyer yeah i will definitely uh get in touch with lee on, on your behalf and and get y'all hooked up because those kinds of connections are important I, we can't make them on our own we we exhaust ourselves reaching out cold calling people like hey this is what's going on could you possibly help and i think that without some sort of middleman being like i know these people i talk to these people this is the real deal they really need help we just our requests just kind of get lost or are maybe overwhelming or confusing to people. They see Ku Klux Klan and maybe their brain shuts down. I don't know, but we just have not had success um, with probably 99% of the communications we've sent out. Uh, some of your viewers might also be wondering if we've reached out to legal defense funds that specialize in uh, First Amendment right matters like Alliance Defending Freedom or yep. you know ACJL, if I said the acronym right, J Seculo's group. We have reached out to over 50 and they all specialize in religious freedoms under the First Amendment right umbrella. They do not want to take us on with this political matter and free speech matter. We have filled out applications and been rejected over and over again. There has not been a conservative or, um, you know, First Amendment right nonprofit we can find that will get behind us. Um, meanwhile, I mentioned earlier, the plaintiffs suing us have multiple nonprofits funding their lawsuit. And so, you know, when we created our website, freespeechdefender.com, we realized we were defending free speech, but now we have a passion for continuing this even after this lawsuit is over, which could take years. But we hope to have an organization that helps other people defend their First Amendment right to free speech. Um, and to equip people to fight back when stuff like this happens, because it's very difficult to get the funds that you need and the attention around it that you need to be equipped. And they know that. Uh, meanwhile, they're fully equipped. And so, um, you know, that's something that's important to us. But the circling back, call me Jen Saki. Please don't. Uh, going back to. <laughs> uh, you don't have a, you don't have red hair. Don't worry yeah, about it. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, we the plaintiffs don't want to turn over these basic supportive documents until the gag order is put in place. And that tells me that they have something to hide. Their items are fabricated or they don't have, uh, so, you know, the substantial information to support what they're claiming, which we know are lies. I want the public to know it. Um, you know, and, and I don't have anything to hide. And it's interesting to me that they would be suing us, claiming they're so offended and traumatized, but then wanting to silence us when it's time for the public to find out what's going on. If you're so genuinely and authentically upset and traumatized, would you have nothing to hide? Wouldn't you want to play the more talk and talk and talk, right? Like, wouldn't you want me just to give myself enough rope to do myself in, but I don't have anything to hide. I would like to continue talking when you've got truth on your side, you don't have to really worry about what you say. And so it's interesting to me that they want to silence me. And anytime I get a chance when a, a liberal comes at me and tells me, I'm white supremacist or Ku Klux Klan, you know, I don't like to engage with these people that send hate mail, death wishes, rape wishes, make fun of how I look or make fun of my kid. You know, I'm not going to entertain these people. But if somebody will comment or say something like, I can't believe that you did this, you know, you call yourself a Christian or whatever. Sometimes I'll be like, well, would you be open to hearing my side of the story? Because 
I'm willing to share it, but the people who are suing me are trying to silence me. You want to come at me, but they don't even want you to hear their side of the story or my side of the story. That should concern you that things are being fabricated and possibly your free speech that you enjoy using to, you know, offend me or attack me could be under attack itself. Yeah, but they don't, they don't think that far past their nose. And it, it, um, it, this is just another issue that I, I have a lot of angst towards this because this, this folks, this is such an abomination. Uh, and it can she happen is completely right. Any one of us. Yes. Any single one of us, your free speech is we're being denied. I mean, every time that we get kicked off this platform or any other platform, and I've been removed from them all. We were at January 6th and January 7th or 8th when Donald Trump got kicked off. I was within that first loo because my cell phone number pinged in their freaking uh, data that they collected from everybody on the ground there yeah, that you day. You know, the geo-tracking location data that they... Now and they deleted everybody from Facebook. Uh, it was off of everything. Twitter, Twitter the whole bit. Discord, freaking. I got booted from everything. Literally. I, I, I it was like they completely erased my existence online, which actually, after the first couple months, I was fine with because yeah. I didn't exist anymore. I stopped getting bullshit emails. I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. But at the same time, this can happen. Every Think about it worse. Uh them planting evidence, searching and seizing things in your house. Um, okay. I was in the military for a hot minute. You all know. And, uh, I did attend a course. It was called the ubiquitous entry course. What does ubiquitous stand for? Um, like, uh, what is the meaning of the word? Uh, covert. Yes. Covert entry, which means we go into your house in a team of four. And we all have different jobs in and out so that when we leave your home, we left it exactly the way we found it when we came in. There is a reason I tell you about this stuff because yes, it exists. It's not a far-fetched fantasy that some weirdos got who's preaching on the internet. It's real. I've been to the course. I am a designated locksmith in the state of freaking North Carolina. I couldn't bring it down here because I didn't want to test or pay the fees. So piss off, state of Georgia. You ain't getting it. <laughs> but I am still a locksmith in the state of North Carolina. I trust me, I got my own stuff. I pick locks before I've done it several hundred times. Yes. This is not uh, this is not fiction. We learn about it. There's starting a when we were kids and you used to have to pick the lock when my parents randomly locked the door and locked us out and we snuck out of the house. But I mean, this is all this is all stuff like. The, I, I tell you this stuff because there is reality. It's not based in fiction. I'm not telling you about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, they went in and searched her quarters and she didn't even know. No, I'm going to walk into your house. You will never, ever know that anybody was there. Why would you bring up Star Trek's Deep Space Nine when fucking Stacey Abrams is the president of Earth? Are you kidding me? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> no, it's really not. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but that's your fourth amendment, right? I mean, yeah. just think about it. Think about the other stuff they can do. They're to trying you. To this take them is ridiculous. But we are definitely going to hook you up with Lee Dundas yes. because I got a feeling Lee's going to have a field day. With and this one. at the same time, the other thought, um, we're going to a Candace rally and I don't think I told you this yet because I just found out today. Um, 
May 22nd in Forsyth, Georgia at 11 a.m. from 11 to 3. And Stu Peters is going to be there with Mike Lindell. So I will most definitely make sure to bring you to Stu Peters' attention as well. Yes. Um, because, uh, you know. Incredible. Yeah. We were, we were just on um, Diamond and Silk last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, on the on Lindell TV, telling yeah. our story there. And a couple weeks ago, we were on Flashpoint on the Victory Channel. And so, um, you know, I these are people I've like, dreamed of getting to tell our story with there have been many actually I've reached out to many that haven't responded and I have sent Mike Lindell messages just to the general contact you know on his website I don't know how else to reach him my husband has a selfie with him my husband has a handlebar mustache <laughs> and then Mike has that squared off mustache yeah. and uh but Mike was like I just have time for a quick picture and then kept walking so like we've been close to these people but not been able to you know beg them to help us and when we do I'm sure they're just so like their brand is just trying to play catch up with the words that are coming out of our mouth, you know, that they're like, um, shoot me, shoot me an email, you know, and, uh, it's, it's hard for us to communicate how important and significant this is in 30 seconds and get somebody to actually care enough to do something about it. So like, I really, I mean it when I say thank you for thinking of us when you encounter these people that have a platform to share our story or just help generate attention around it. We've got a video on our website that's like a minute and a half long at freespeechdefender.com. I'm not sure if you've gotten to see it or not. Yep. Um, it's a more professional version of me telling our story rather than the TikTok. Um, and it's really easy to share. And so we've even asked people, hey, if, if whoever you talk to just doesn't have any interest or availability in interviewing us, if maybe they could just share that video on their platform or share it with other people that they know or if they've got news connections or, you know, just... Yes, yeah, Somebody is going to reach out. I, I, if they were, if you're a young lawyer, I don't see why you wouldn't take this case. This is a slam dunk. I no mean, kidding. honestly, yeah. There's no crime committed. There's no nothing committed. You can't, if you can't prove a crime, obviously you jump to a lawsuit. But okay, right. so, but you don't do that in reaction to well, I can't charge you with a crime. Well, if you can't charge me with a crime, you shouldn't be charging me with shit. Right. And I got it. It's civil in this case, but even still, that's not civil. Yeah. Not civil. It's just the weaponization of the Department of Justice to yep. the, for the destruction of America. That's yep. really it is. Right. That's what it is. Right. 13th step and yeah. a 12 step plan to destroy America. Yep. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So. And you mentioned, you know, hiding evidence or or fabricating, you know, information. Um, some of your viewers and, and possibly all might remember from that time, you know, mainstream media called it the Biden bus escort. Um, we never had a plan to escort them. Our plan was not to escort them in any capacity. It was to get a cool picture, just to show support for President Trump and have a good time. But, you know, uh, that's what it's known as the Biden bus escort. And then they said we tried to run the bus off the road and they showed this clip over and over and over and over again of a black truck appearing to ram a white car. And the black truck had a Trump flag on it. I don't know if you guys remember that, um, but it was all over the news. And we've got the full the full video mm -hmm. showing the white car that was a Biden staffer. It was driving across all the lanes, weaving in and out of traffic without a turn signal, just driving sporadically. And he just exits his lane and slams into the black truck. And the black truck just kind of holds his position there and that white car gets pushed back into the lane it exited and mainstream media only shows the small part of the clip where the black truck overcorrects and implies that the black truck was ramming the white car 
and said, that's where the narrative was born, that we were trying to run the bus off the road and implying that we were ramming cars off the road. Now, I didn't see that happen that day. The video that I have is one that somebody else that was there that day took, but you can see it in its entirety. And so what they're perpetuating on the media has been doctored, it's been altered, it's been clipped down and lied about and implied that something that was happening was not. And that is what they're using as the basis of this lawsuit. So we were just driving down the road with Trump flags. We had a massive flag on our truck. It was a stadium-sized 8 by 10 flag. I can only think maybe that's why they picked us because it was like a massive target. I, I don't know. Uh, we were memorable. They referenced a Facebook post where I said, hey, we were there that day. Um, you know, other than that, I have no idea why they picked us. You know, we didn't have any, we weren't flipping them off. We weren't yelling at them. We're smiling, waving, having a great time. Um, but they're taking that video of when that white staffer hit the black truck and the black truck pushed it back, saying that we were ramming vehicles off the road and had a premeditated plan of assault to run the bus off the road. And so they are using false information in court to create this false narrative. Um, so it's going to be really interesting when we get to the point where you know, we arrive at showing that whole video, but they're trying to get us silenced and gagged where we can't talk about that once we get, you know, into trial. So interesting. Really frustrating. Yeah. 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 Well, um, again, what's your website one more time so that people can find you and, uh, and reach out and, and help you guys out. Yes. Thank you so much. It's free speech freespeechdefender.com will tell you everything you need to know from our story, a video you can share, legal updates, past interviews, and a contact us, freespeechdefender.com. And you can click to join our family of defenders. And we have made it as far as we've made it from $5 here and $10 there. No amount is too small. You can also leave a prayer for us at Give, Send, Go. And our family reads that together to draw encouragement from the American people. That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and telling your story, Jolyn. It's, uh, man, it, it, it's really jacked up. I, it, it really is. I, I feel bad for you because in your family and I, I I'll do nothing but pray for you and wish you the best. Yep. And, and we'll see what we can do to, uh, to, to come up some, some more support from you. Um, you know, we, we may and be, we may be gonna, small, but we're, we're, we're mighty, mighty in spirit. So. We're definitely going to reach out to Lee and see if yeah. she'll, she'll listen and take a look at your website because i'm going to tell you that just to me i i i don't if i was a lawyer man i'd take that right in a heartbeat i'd be like yep this is where you're going to earn your bones you want to be a lawyer this is how you become a lawyer yep absolutely thank you guys thank you so much we're so blessed by y'all i appreciate y'all being bold and fearless and helping us share the truth not a problem Madame. absolutely you our have pleasure a wonderful night and uh give my best to your family and i wish nothing but the best for you and i hope something comes of this that we can turn things around in this country and hopefully wake the hell of rest of everybody at the heck up. So yeah, yes. forth and do great things. Yes. Likewise. Thank you all for doing what you do. God bless you. Thank God you. bless you. Have a great right. night. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. That's just, that just goes to show you. I know you guys are all sitting there. Holy shit. Um, I have read the comments and been keeping up with the comments. I mean, on both sides, everybody's yeah. like 700 K for bus driving. How many people are in the wrong fucking profession now? Right? Cause I got to tell you right now I am in the fucking wrong position. Cause I might be negative 700 K from doing this show, No shit. but Holy crap. And Robin Marie, I wasn't, I wasn't ignoring you when you brought up Thomas friends. Um, I, I would have 
mentioned Thomas. However, in speaking to him in the past, he's expressed the fact that he is so overwhelmed right now with the cases that he has that I know that he physically cannot take on another client um, that's kind of outside his wheelhouse. Right now, he's really fighting for that vaccine injuries and and whatnot as as much as he's a defender a defender of of free speech and i know if he had the time he would love to take this on um i, I know he doesn't have the time yeah I, I, he's I, so overwhelmed i know that lee dundas on the other hand she uh is always looking especially if she can go in and fight the government yeah she, oh, she loves that shit. she would love i i would I'm going to put money on this one and just saying that when we call her to tell her about this lady and then send her the, the episode and everything and she watches it, yeah. I'm going to put money on it that Lee's going to say, you mean I get another crack at Biden and Kamala's team? <laughs> she'll be just like, let's do it. Oh, hell yeah. Because so. I know Lee, she's she's a bit of a spitfire. She is not. She doesn't mess around. If you've never seen her, please go back and watch. Uh, we've had her on a couple episodes now. Yeah. Um, I got to bring her back. I I, I got to reach out to Maureen and bring her back. On she is, uh, she was a, uh, a spitfire with the, uh, border that, uh, the truckers, uh, the truckers, yep. uh, she was out there for that. She was out there for, I mean, she's been out there for a whole lot of things, folks. I can tell you right now, if anybody's going to do something about this, uh, it, another one of those weird guests that we got from a clay Clark thing that I can tell you right now is one of the better ones. And I've never been happier that I did meet her there. I'm, I might may not have met most of these people that, uh, we talked to on a, uh, on a pretty regular, basis. regular basis yeah. that have just kept coming back, calling us directly. I, uh, yep. That is one of the good things. One of the few good things that came, came from it. There was, um, a, there was a lot of good things that came from it. I, I just, I can't believe that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I forgot all about that too. What? Trash man green said, Justin knows a couple New York times reporters. No shit. Right. <laughs> From his time on the border. Uh, what about McBride? You know, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, Guacolita. I've actually been talking to him, uh, on Twitter recently. He's, he's the one that's, uh, the, not the attorney, not for your friend, but for the guy that just put in the, um, the, the, oh, the habeas corpus. Yeah, the habeas corpus in yep. January 6th. So um I've uh I've been trying to get him on as soon as things kind of settle down with him. He he may be coming on here. So that's a that's a that's a good call, Glock. I'll I'll reach out to him. That that is that is and uh Dewey Chatham and how I've heard of them. Why why do why have I heard of them before? Why is that name familiar? Um Jaquando Master. And before I forget, for the Patriots, of course. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Oh, that's his firm. Excellent. Well, shit, we'll just... Why didn't you speak up before? I would have just told her to... Yeah. It's a bold... So, and for the beloved savages of the Wolfpack. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask if you're the how, because I'm, I'm also a how, by the way. J&J, old joke. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Either way, I, I just, uh, again, I mean, if you saw that, folks, that's disgusting. I, I don't care. It's it's an abomination. It's an abortion of what our Constitution is. That's not the way the law is supposed to work. Um, even watching the thing with fucking, I mean, I get it. I know why it's a big deal to James O'Keefe and shit, but holy crap. That yeah. shit, is, I mean, that's what we needed right there. That is a fucking patriot. Yeah. Well, and... I, I'm 
I'm do we do we I'm cheat gonna, them and how? I'm going to give you a little credit on on that FBI informant there, babe, because I I tell you, I th I think you probably know who that is, and I think that um, I can neither confirm nor deny. That and I I just look just watching the expression on your face, um, and I I think that uh, yeah, that that you may have influenced them in your previous exaltations to get people in those situations to come forward. So, um, I, I'm, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna give you a win on that one. Uh, but to set up the, set up the next one, because we actually have two more James O'Keefe clips along the same line. This one, this, well, this is Cheryl Atkinson. So James O'Keefe and Cheryl Atkinson went in front of, uh, a con congressional subcommittee. Um, I watched all the videos last night, uh, or a bunch of them anyway. This, what Cheryl Atkinson says here is so disturbing, so fucked up. I, I'm just telling you from what James O'Keefe went over. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I still didn't get it. Yeah. I still didn't get it either. Yeah. So they're the Clinton's have... lawyers. Yes. Do we cheat them and how? Do we cheat them and how? Oh, fucking A. <laughs> All right, you fuckers. That was a good one. That, that, a little slow on the uptake today, yeah, apparently. Yeah. That was, that was good. You got me on that one. <laughs> Damn, I feel burnt. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. That's too bad, because that sounds like it'd be a pretty damn good law firm. <laughs> Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Wow. I... Uh... Yeah, you guys, oh, you guys wow. win. Touché, yeah, you definitely win on that tonight. one. All right. It's been a long week, folks. It All really right. has. It's only Thursday. I know. We got two more days, too. Shut up. I know. <laughs> Don't be me. I'm sorry. It sucks being set up by the government. It does. And surveilled by the government. And sometimes it takes far too long to be able to clear those matters up. May, may I say you may, you may, um, you, one little reported facet of my case is one of the federal agents involved in, in one of the operations against me said that they intended to plant child porn in my husband's computer. This is the FBI. There's been a case um, that's currently in litigation unrelated in which an FBI agent has testified that they did that. They have done that. It was not accomplished in my case. I guess the, the curtain was drawn on that facet of the operation prior to them doing it. But imagine how you ever get out of that, how you, they, they knew we had a young daughter at home and had allegedly conspired to do that. That's, that's even scarier. Seriously. That is serious. Scary. Especially in these days. I mean, can how they were going to put child porn on her fucking husband's machine. Are that is, oh, that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Folks. yeah. That is. Yeah. Like I said, when me and Justin become president and vice president. Dismantling the FBI. Actually, when Justin and I, I'm sorry. Thank you. I, I will put it properly. I appreciate that. I'm going to make sure Justin's in front of me. 
because he is running for president and I'm yes. only running for vice president. And keep him in front of you because he's a bigger target. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I want to be so far away that they don't even see the bullet coming back at them. <laughs> I don't even want them to hear the pop. I want them to be like, holy I was gonna shit, say, just, did somebody just shoot me? Oh, by the way. Justin's a little for taller the wolf than pack, you are. For the wolf pack. The right to bear arms. Is this not Pim? Yeah, that's You can go sweet. get it at Zero Foxtrot. Yep. Uh, great company. Uh, Veteran-owned. Fucking bunch of badasses. Some old friends of his. Yes. Uh, yeah, they make our defiant t-shirts. Fucking, I just thought that when I saw this t-shirt and it's in my t-shirt of the month club, I was like, fuck yeah, picking that one. Ding. Either way. How come I never get any t-shirts out of the t-shirt of the month club? I need a t-shirt of the month. The fuck? I either go to the religious people in front of tractor supply and get cool t-shirts. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What is this? Uh, so Desert Beauty has been talking about the WHO treaty um, in the chat here. So right there. Um, and I'm working on getting, uh, uh, what's his name? Rogerio or just get whatever the guy that's been talking about it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get him on before May 22nd, which is when they are starting the, uh, basically rubber stamping the amendments to the, to our constitution oh, to the who. that, that for Biden's the who. already approved yeah, yeah, yeah. for the who. Yeah. The who shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not even there yet. Give us I know. A minute. I we're, know. Well, we're, we're not, going. we're not getting to that in this episode, but um, I'm working on getting him on as a guest as well. So he can tell us about it in more detail because he's the one that's been tracking it. He brought it to the attention of the American public. Um, he's like the expert on this and we're going. So we're uh, trying to bring him on, Robin yeah. Marie. Uh, we're hoping he comes on and uh, actually joins us. That would be yeah. fantabulous. I've got his cell phone number. I mean, I've I've called and left a message. I sent him a text message. I sent him an email. But since he puts his cell phone number out to the open public, I'm sure he's getting inundated right now. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll he'll get to us soon. Uh, there's a deadline to submit emails to HHS tomorrow morning. That That's fantastic, Desert Beauty. I doubt, I doubt they read them. They don't give a shit. They really don't. So, um, HHS of global affairs is having a stakeholder session tomorrow. So yeah. Okay. Uh, if, if you can put the email in there in the chat, um, that, that people I'll can submit the, the, the emails to, we'll put it up on the screen. Um, because even though I know that they're not going to read them, if we can inundate them, completely swamp them with emails, maybe they'll get the clue. Doubt it, but we'll try. So anyway, especially because it's Biden's administration. I mean, you're directly talking to somebody that's, uh, that's a department head. Pretty much. If you looked at like a big corporation, that's pretty much what I would consider that a department head, a mid-level manager. And, um, he's an appointed position. He's not, he's not put in front of Congress. He, yes. It, can he be called in front of Congress on the offshoot? Possibly. Um, I, I doubt it. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't think they would read it. I mean, do you think Trump's administration would have paid two cents worth of attention to anything that Biden's administration sent? That'll work. There you go. Right there. Perfect. Thank you. Fantastic. That'll work right there. Boom. Everybody take that down. Yes. I find it, uh, hold on, uh, awakened mom. I find it interesting. The Supreme court justices are going to be protected by us marshals. We need to disseminate FBI dot and increase marshals. No, we don't need to increase anything. That's where our problem is. We've been so okay with this over and over. Oh, if we, we got to do the Patriot Act. anything, we need to in increase neighborhood watch and uh, community militias. I don't get me wrong. People need um, to take care of their own shit. I, I, 
when the Patriot Act came out, I did see benefits to it. I will be the first one to say I didn't see the error and the folly in my thoughts and ways. You were on the other side of the fence then. However, I, I can tell you, Tennessee Tim, thank you. Um, I, I, however, I can tell you right now, after reviewing and reading what is available to you through not only FISA, but the Patriot Act, and there's about four other dozen acts that I could go into um, that would bore the shit out of 90% of you that are available. What the, what that guy was talking about on the intelligence side of the house. Yes, that is accurate. The difference between me and the FBI is the only restriction I had. I could not do it on a U.S. person. And had I ever done it on a U.S. person, I would have been thrown in jail. Uh, the key would have been thrown away and nobody would have heard of me again. That being said, I knew that there was a definitive line of where I could go. If I got a U.S. person, man, I ran up the fucking flagpole. I sounded the fucking red alert. I warned of incoming fucking artillery fire. I did all of that shit. And the reason I did it was because I knew if I stepped over that line and I didn't tell everybody and their mother that a U.S. person was involved in this case, I would get hung out to dry faster than the motherfucker who licked the stamp on JFK, JFK's assassination that day. I mean, cause that guy was the first guy to go <laughs> because he knew everything. But I, I, I tell, I say this to you knowing that you're all awake, that you all understand what I'm talking about here. That is such a slippery slope. When you start essentially giving away your rights, you're giving that right away. You're saying, eh, I'll deal with it this time. Think about it the same way you think about masks. That's the best way to do it. Because if you said no to the mask, why did you, why did people say yes to the Patriot Act? Why did not only people say yes for four years, but why did people say yes for eight? Because it was sold to them in such a way that they thought it was for their benefit. You know, I could have sworn I remember Obama. One of the things Obama ran, ran on. Um, and they the, didn't see how it directly affected them. In the 2008 election, if you remember, one of the big things Obama ran on, he ran on the fact that he was going to destroy the Patriot Act. Tell me something in either chat, because I'm watching both kind of simultaneously. I got one eye here. I got one eye here. It's kind of tough. I have to be like. I'm, I bet I'm going to walk away from this show tonight with like fucking ADD. I mean, you already have ADD. But if, um, let me know if anybody thinks for one second that Obama got rid of the Patriot Act no, or destroyed he, it. He strengthened it, if anything. I'm waiting for answers. I'm watching for answers. We're going to let some dead air go, no matter what V Lynn says about it, because watch this. Now you can't hear her, so she can't say shit about it. You can also hit the rumble chat. I'm watching that. Let me know if anybody you can also hit the rumble live anybody chat. Anybody thinks that. for one second. I don't care who you are. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not here. If you believe it, great. If you don't believe it, I also understand. Yep. CLB said, uh, I need to get in the other chat, no. but no. Okay. Haven't trusted him since. That's two no's. Nope. Another no. Anybody else? I don't care. Nope. Four? Nope. Are we up to four? Obama is a plant spook. No. Nope. What's the key? Nope. What's the question? Did Ob Obama ran in 2008 on destroying the Patriot Act? Does anybody think that he actually did anything to destroy the Patriot Act. 
no, no, no. I'm seeing lots of no's. No, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, fuck So, no. you're absolutely right. He did. He didn't strengthen it. But what he did was he averted it. Where did he avert it to? You mean diverted it? No, he ov overted it because he made it so broad and so... He didn't reinforce it. He didn't strengthen it. He overted it. He dissipated it? No, he made it open. He made it so you could look at it, but you couldn't look at it. Because if you ask for a FOIA for it, you'll never get approved. Because the Patriot Act is still covered under the realm of classified information. Therefore, we don't have to share it with you for another 25 years. Mm. So he made it go away, essentially. He basically, it's like when you fart on a plane and then you take the little thing and you're like, man, where is this in this page? And all you're doing is moving <laughs> that fart around the cabin. That's all he did. He made it wide open, but if you try to come back at him, you will never get in. The reason he did that was to show that, look, I kept one of my campaign promises, but he didn't hmm. he never kept the campaign promise because it's still there and it's still active right now. Donald Trump didn't get rid of the Patriot Act. Nope. Just saying, I know we got some Trump lovers in here and I'm, I don't talk shit about Trump, but yeah, sounds like Pfizer in their 75 years. Exactly right. Exactly. Uh, what else? After 9-11, I just wanted to make parking lots. Now I uh, I know what I know. I still want to make parking lots in D.C. a big one. Obama doubled down the Patriot Act. Yep. IRS Tea Party. Yeah, that that was... Uh, <laughs> yes. He That was all up under the Patriot Act. Do you he remember used that? He to make beheadings of Christians by guillotine by Muslims an act. Yes, he did. Yeah. So no, no, Obama no, no, no. The body Tennessee in the Tim. And Trump left it there. Tennessee Tim is dead on right here. He weaponized the IRS after the page, uh, after the tea party. He most certainly did in 2008 when he took office. Yep. He weaponized the, the IRS to go after the tea party and where they were getting their sources of funds, all of their donations, all of that shit. Tennessee Tim is absolutely right. He weaponized him, but he made it overt. He made it so it was out in the open, but it wasn't out in the open. It just appeared to be out in the open. Mm. So understand the Patriot Act is still not gone. It's still there. We still have access to the Patriot Act. That is a very scary thought because of what it does for the Bill of Rights from 1 through 10. All the Bill of Rights, it fucks everything. Your freedom of speech, your freedom of communication, your freedom to pray, your freedom, all you of those freedoms. That's what they're using up. to come after. Absolutely. Well, go ahead and play this. And I don't know if you want to play this or not. This is seven minutes and we're we're already, we're digging into our time, but it's his opening statement to I, Congress. Honestly, this is hugely important. It really is. This is his opening statement to Congress um, or to this Senate or this congressional subcommittee. I think it's important. I yeah, think we need I to agree. listen to it. I think everybody needs to listen to us if you haven't yet. Congressman Biggs and members in attendance, thank you for allowing me the opportunity this afternoon to tell my story. I especially want to thank all members of the House Judiciary Committee for the recent unanimous bipartisan support of new legislation protecting journalists from government overreach. These are important first steps. But as we face a government that in May of 2021 promised the seizure of journalist data is, quote, simply, simply wrong, unquote, and, quote, will not happen, 
while simultaneously actively seizing journalists' data. It is clear that the framework of journalist protection that relies upon the government to tell the truth, well, that framework is not enough. My home was raided by armed FBI agents in the pre-dawn hours of November 6, 2021. I was the third journalist at Project Veritas handcuffed um, that November. The FBI took off with 47 devices from our newsroom. The FBI wanted evidence of a crime related to a diary written by Ashley Biden containing allegations about what she described as, quote, probably inappropriate, unquote, behavior by her father, President Joe Biden. The diary and other items supposedly belonging to Ashley Biden were lawfully given to us by sources who had been in possession of those items before Project Veritas was ever even contacted by the sources. And we have a little video clip here of the raid. In short, we did nothing wrong other than the non-crime of investigating a story as journalists do. When we reached out to the Biden campaign for comment, Ashley Biden's attorney, a woman named Roberta Kaplan, responded by saying, quote, we should send to the Southern District of New York, unquote. In just 24 days, Ms. Kaplan got her political favor fulfilled when the Southern District of New York approved the first of 19 secret subpoenas, orders, and warrants, which gave the Department of Justice unfettered access to my and other reporters' newsroom email and phone data, complete with gag orders, preventing us from knowing about the seizures and doing anything about it including at least two gag orders obtained behind the federal judge, Annalisa Torres's back, after she had granted our motion appointing a special master over the Department of Justice, where she said it was to protect our, quote, journalistic privileges, unquote. The Department of Justice's actions are patently unconstitutional, so much so, the ACLU and the Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press quickly denounced the Department of Justice's seizures. 200,000 of our newsroom's emails were seized. Numerous cell phones, 47 devices. Contrast that with this. To date, the special master has only deemed 355 documents potentially responsive. Yet even these 355 documents are protected under the freedom of the press, an argument the government called recently, quote, a newly invented privilege, unquote, and a, quote, novel theory. Let that sink in. The government even argued that in order to avoid disclosing our confidential journalist data, we must first disclose our confidential journalist data so the government can be satisfied that we are in fact innocent. This is directly in conflict with United States law. 
The Supreme Court ruled in 2001 in Bartnicki v. Vopper that we did that the mere receipt and eventual return of materials for innocent news gathering purposes is First Amendment protected activity, period. In the Project Veritas headquarters, there's a sign when you walk into our building. It says, this organization is protected by patriots. Referring to the millions of Americans who support our work and afford us the ability to defend the right of journalists to report on stories critical of even the most powerful people and politicians in the world. But what of the unknown reporter? No one knows his name. His, his wages are printed words. The thirst for truth courses through his blood. He believes in the maxim, even if only one person listens to my investigative report, it's worth doing because the truth matters. We can, we must protect that person so that what happened to me never happens to him. One, I'm calling on all of you to create a Bartnicki hearing, a requirement that before subpoenas, warrants, or orders seeking to seize journalists' information can issue, the government must first give notice and a hearing to the journalist with the burden of proof resting squarely on the government to clearly and convincingly, the clear and convincing standard above the probable cause standard, prove the journalist in fact played a part in committing the crime being investigated, rather than requiring the journalist to prove with negative of innocence. Innocent until proven guilty, that concept is incompatible with probable cause against a journalist. Two, Codify the right of journalists to challenge any subpoena, warrant, or order seeking to seize data from a third party, where that data includes the journalist's information. No more secret seizures of journalist information, period. Three, fix the Privacy Protection Act and the 2703D process to provide for clear and meaningful damages to reporters who, like Project Veritas, have to spend millions and legal fees and legal bills to defend themselves from such egregious violations of the First Amendment. What steps you take now as members of Congress to protect freedom of the press are essential. By the time they come to your door with a battering ram, it's already too late. The violation of the Constitution are already too egregious. The battering ram was already at my door, but your work will save the unknown reporter so this never happens again on American soil. Thank you. That I'd, ha uh, that I'd have to say is uh, spot on. Uh, yeah. That's what we were talking about before. Okay. What so happens? The most disturbing... Did I hit the camera? What the fuck? Yeah, I think you did. The fuck over. Um, I think the most disturbing part of that was when he claimed his first amendment amendment rights and they came back at him and said, well, that's an, that's a novel idea. That's new. That's not a novel, that's idea. not a novel idea. That's literally what our country is founded on. It is the first amendment. It's not novel. It's not new. It, the thing that really irks me about this case too, is the whole fact that it's the FBI. It is the highest law enforcement body in the land. Yeah. They outrank everybody. You know, back in the day, you always remembered, oh, the guys in the suits are here. 
you know that's getting deep when the guys in the suit show up. Yeah. Remember, I'm Special Agent Johnson. I'm Special Agent Johnson. No relation. Everybody remembers that from Die Hard. Yeah. There's a lot of Johnsons in the FBI because the the third to last one was the one with the kid. Um, and they're running around D.C. of all places. Yeah. In the summer, uh, July 4th. And uh, they're fucking running around D.C. And they get met by another special agent Johnson and another special agent Johnson. They're like, wow, there's a lot of Johnsons in the fucking FBI. But this is my point. I mean, right there, that's a perfect example. The FBI, that's the FBI. Everybody looks up to the FBI. Not anymore. Uh, this again, this is why under Justin Nye's administration, the, the FBI will be no more. That's yeah. it. They're, they're gone. They're done. Done. Cooked. Take them down. See ya. Done. We will, you- we will develop another. No, you have to go back there and screw the camera. The camera's got to move. Um, we will dismantle the, actually, I have, I, I suggested this to Justin. No, you have to move physically move it you hit it go that way uh, keep going a little bit more that way move the whole thing the whole stand the whole stand huh? there you go stop 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 too far a little bit back that way perfect uh keep going that way because now that screen's in look at the, the the little monitor up there you can tell so either way my my thing with the fbi is that hey they've got to go cia as well um the intelligence arm, they can have a criminal intelligence unit, which is fine because that is very specific. That is very unique to one specific, speci- uh, how do you say it? Speci- specific specificity. Yeah. I can't even fucking say that right now. Uh, specificity, but you use that one for that specific part. However, outside of that, no, <laughs> nope, you're done. That's it. You can't do anymore. This, this is why the FBI is so corrupt. This is why we're seeing what we're seeing. This is why everything has become what it is. Um, I, I don't know about the NSA, to be honest with you. The NSA, uh, they have a foreign obligation. And I, I think their foreign obligation outweighs their um, secular ability. I, I think it has to be better supervised. Let's put it that way. Well, here's another one. Um, apparently, there's more whistleblowers coming out uh, from the FBI. That one went to Ver- Project Veritas, but there are a couple that are coming to Congress. So, from Fox News, turn out the same story again. Damn it! <laughs> uh, whistleblowers, FBI targeted parents via terrorism tools, despite Garland's testimony that it didn't happen. Yeah, no, no, no. That did, and that's going to come back to bite him in the ass. I mean, I can't that's wait to see that's that one. impeachable. He lied to Congress. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. done. So uh, Republican reps Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson say they have evidence that the FBI targeted parents who protested schools, COVID policies, despite assurances from Attorney General Merrick Garland that it never happened. In a letter addressed to the Justice Department, Jordan and Johnson said they have evidence the FBI labeled dozens of investigations into, into parents with a threat tag created by the Bureau's counterterrorism division to assess and track investigations related to school boards. A threat tag like we just learned about on the Project Veritas video Correct. there. Yeah. Correct. The evidence comes from brave whistleblowers within the Department of Justice. They say in the letter of trust to Attorney General Garland. Um, 
we know about the the memo that went to the Biden administration. Uh, an internal email from the FBI's Criminal and Counterterrorism Divisions instructed agents to apply the threat tag EDU officials, so EDU officials, to all investigations and assessments of threats directly spe- uh, directed specifically at education officials. Uh, Jordan Johnson citing whistleblower said the FBI opened investigations with the EDU officials threat in every region of the country and relating to all types of educational settings. Uh, the lawmaker cited several examples where someone reported a parent or a state elected official using the FBI's national threat operations center. In one investigation, FBI's FBI officials interviewed a mom for allegedly telling a school board member, we are coming for you. The person reported the mom because she belonged to a right-wing moms group called Moms for Liberty and because she is a gun owner. Yeah, there you go. That's all it takes. See see how easy it is? It's just an accusation. You don't actually have to have a crime. Mm -hmm. And that's what, unfortunately, this young lady we had tonight on, uh, she didn't, they didn't effectuate a crime. No. What crime? Driving down the road with the Trump flag flying behind in, in the back of your truck. Do you know how many trucks I see driving around with Trump flags hanging out the back of them? I'm still to this day. To this I've day. yet to see a Biden flag hanging nope. ever any truck ever, but I see Trump flags all the time. So uh, I hold on. Uh, there's some chat over here. I had graduated after he got elected. What, what, what's this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my high school friend was married to one. He was a scumbag. He had an affair with a secretary, left his wife for leaving her with two boys and one, uh, two boys. One son is severely autistic. I'm guessing that was, uh, you married to an FBI agent. Am I, uh, their awakened mom? I'm not sure. Not sure what you're discussing there, but yeah, no, this is, uh, this is just disgusting because the, I, I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the fact that they're going after in a lawsuit. Uh, it's an election year. Um, namely all the other tons of shit. There's basically no real case there. $700,000. What fucking bus driver gets paid $700,000 a year? I don't know. I I'm fucking done with that. That shit. If that's for real, uh, if I don't see all of you fuckers in Texas next week with me standing in line, trying to get a job with the bus companies, I, 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 I've got no hope for the rest of this fucking duck deputies of America. I love it. I that's that's good. I love it. I like it. I, love I like it. it. The DDA. Oh. Hell yeah. But if if you guys don't are are not Wicked Gnarly leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Later, bud. Good night, Wicked Gnarly. Um the if you guys are are not standing in line with me while we all got our applications going, where's our seven hundred thousand dollars? Seriously. There, I, I have no more hope for America because holy shit, how can you not hear that and say, wait a minute, a bus driver is getting paid 700 grand? Isn't an electric bus? Oh, it could be. Right? I don't give a shit. I don't care what I drive. <laughs> I'll drive it till the wheels fall off of it. Oh, shit. Oh, Haven't you awesome. ever run from the co- Oh, no, you never. Well, run. okay. The reason, I have. The reason I ask is because gas hit a new all time high today. Beating yesterday's all-time high. I was about to say, <laughs> how many more days are we going to have record all-time go, highs? Go of ahead gasoline? and uh, play play the the next two clips. Actually, I believe. Um, yeah. Is this where they admit it? Maybe. No. I think it's these anyway. So um, Mick got all mad at me the other day because I I drove his truck around town, which I'm going to do again 
tomorrow. And she didn't. She doesn't fill it up. And I didn't fill it's up. It's the, the rudest thing in the. It's the rudest <laughs> thing in the world. Because I am he, I not wrong. He called me literally like I was on the way home with his truck, and he's like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I'm driving your truck home from the storage unit." And he's like, "Well, I need you at home." Okay, so I didn't stop at the gas station. Um, and spend 150 bucks to fill up his truck. Instead, I brought it home with like, you know. Is that not the rudest thing in the world? 45 Sprite, miles like, left but, on the tank. Get your chauffeur bus, bus driver to it. <laughs> oh, yes. Fuck yes. Oh, yeah. Um, get your chauffeur butt driver to a naked killery event for 700. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. But the, I, I didn't, I probably should have filled up this tank then because it's been gross to see, but man, I take gas pictures. was 20 cents cheaper then than it is today, but that's okay. Cause I drove your truck again today and it was full. Someone else filled it up. Like, yeah. I had to use ferry. <laughs> With all this build back better going on, I long for the days of blow hole in you. Hey, why didn't you say anything about that when we were talking about the fucking blow no hole shit. they found in outer space? Uh, CLB297 huh? says, I was wondering why I was solo in the chat. There are two live streams on Twitch. Yes. Um, there's we got our, well, there's actually three. We got it, but one of them is like secret hidden, um, just in case these two get canceled. But we got our original channel back, even though Mick called them a bunch of pussy boys and cunts. <laughs> I'm not sure how we got that channel back, but here we are. So there it is. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, play play the fucking dumbass here. Because we need our dumbass fix for the night. I don't want much of them. I know. I, they're only like 13 second clips because we can't understand Mr. anything President, that. A year ago, the administration was saying that inflation was transitory. That's obviously not the case now. How long do you think it will be until we see prices coming down? I'm not going to predict that. I'm not going to predict of that because you're not. I have no idea. Of course you're not. Because I'm probably mentally retarded. But that's but. okay. Because Pizzazzi, later in life, we will, I'll be known as. What up, Tara? I hope you had a good dinner. Yeah. Excellent. Little late Mother's Day. Fantastic. I hope everyone had a good Mother's Day as well. But um, yeah, his eyes look dark red to me, Robin Marie said. Um, that could be his context. Have I'm you, joking. Have you ever noticed that his eyes change color? Sometimes they're blue and sometimes they're brown. Yeah, because that's when he's full of shit. Hmm. I was going to say it depends on if it's... Uh, if he's lying, if he's talking or breathing. Jim Carrey or James Woods in the mask that day. Who knows? I think it's Jim Carrey. But okay. What are you reading over there? Uh, awaken mom, just a tidbit known, know someone who works at the white house is it's full of SS and full armor and said to be very creepy. I haven't heard that. I know a couple agents that are working. They've never seen Biden. No. Where do you see that? That's the last line. Oh yeah. No, I I've heard that though. Um, I know a couple agents that are working at the white house. They've been working at the white house. And when I heard that one, I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Because they were the guys that I confirmed. I called to confirm the story before I said it on here. But uh, a while ago they made mention about the shit <laughs> dripping oh, he, from his ass and that he was around walking around and, and that they actually the had an agent standing at the stairs that stops him from going downstairs when he sleeps, sleepwalks at night, butt naked shitting all over the white house. Yeah. There's uh, 
a guy that I know that is on the detail and I called him and I asked him about it. And, uh, yeah, it, that's all true. He walks around butt naked at night and he shits himself all over the place. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Uh, if Trump did half of what Biden did, they'd be demanding public health data to be released. It's quite sad yeah, times. I, I mean, they did demand public health data be released on Trump. They, they and Trump took the test. He take a, a cognitive test. Um, the shite house. I love it. Um, and, and you know, remember when he when he went carefully down that ramp that was covered in ice because there was no handrail there, and they were all like, "Oh, you know, he's he's, he's cognitive. Oh, that's cognitive right? cognitive impairment is what they call." Anyway, it. well, speaking of cognitive impairment, play that. Play this. She's not going to be there much longer. Though I she's know. gone. I mean, she really is. She's on her way out. Yeah. Well. Fucking twat. What's coming in is man. always worse. Ugh. But if you are a parent who's looking for formula right now, struggling to find what you need, do you have a, even a rough guess of how long these shortages are going to last? What should parents be bracing for here? Well, we've already seen an increase in supply over the past couple of weeks. What we are seeing, which is an enormous problem, is hoarding. Uh, people hoarding because they're fearful. Uh, that is one element of it. And people hoarding because they are trying to profit off of fear, fearful parents. So that is also something we're focused on uh, taking efforts to track and adjust uh, and address and, and look into. Um, so real quick, folks, before we before we move into the story any further. Yeah, um, there she said fearful of hoarding. Hoarding. Would that be hoarding like the uh, federal government's hoarding it and sending it to the illegal migrant migrants first? They, they're going to get pallets of hard to find baby formula. Does anybody else see a fucking problem with oh, this? Yeah. Does anybody else not have a fucking issue with that? Um, well, she also later on in this press conference said that um Another reporter asked her, well, what should parents do if they, they can't find any formula and they're afraid that their babies are going to starve? I, bet, well, I, I guess I, you're going to have to go across the border. No, no. She said, well, you should call, call, the, call your pediatrician or your doctor. Why would I call them? What the fuck are they going to do? Yeah, I was about to say, what, are they going to milk their cocks to get some milk for my Although, kid? Although I will say that a lot of times doctors' offices, pediatricians especially, get uh, formula samples because yeah but it's not enough for an amount no, of time no it's it's literally a day or maybe two right and i'm sorry and and then they also she also called for um retailers to put limits on the amount of formula that people that parents can buy so no seriously like right now this is a true story this came out of the washington yeah. examiner by paul bernard uh the nationwide shortage of baby formula uh just sent mothers desperately rushing from store to store has uh has evaded one lucky group, illegal immigrants detained by Border Patrol. According to videos posted uh, by the Florida lawmaker and Biden administration has been shipping pallets of baby formula to migrant holding facilities. They are sending pallets by pallets upon pallets of baby formula to the border, said Republican Kat uh, Kamek. One of two online postings yesterday. Meanwhile, in our own districts at home, we cannot find baby formula. She added, uh, holding a, fo uh, a photo of empty shelves and uh, where formula should be. Um, Kamek said the border agent uh, sent her photographs of the deliveries she posted online. They're receiving pallets upon pallets of more baby formula at the border, she said, holding one of the photos, uh, both Advantage brand formula and Go squeeze applesauce. This was taken uh, in the Ursula processing facility in McAllen, Texas, where thousands uh, are being uh, housed and processed for release. 
I mean, this is that's that's fucking disturbing in and out of itself. He doesn't even give a shit about his own people. Nope, he sure doesn't. Apparently, he only found out about the baby formula shortage this week. I, the bull, uh, that's what bullshit. That's he what, is so full of shit. That's what Piznazi said in the conference. One of the reporters asked her, um, "Is Biden even aware of the baby formula shortage?" And she said, "Yes, we've made him aware." And he, she said, "This when this week?" And she said, "Yeah, that's about right," or something like something to that effect. Yeah. I, you know, the, the one actually that surprises me is Trump hasn't come out. Yeah. Where's the fucking Trump about this? Almost kind of like he knew it was coming. Mm. Well, uh, apparently there's, like I, I mean, I told you the other day, there's only a couple of uh, baby formula producers here in the United States. Abbott Labs makes Similac and uh, I think Growth Start, something like that. Um, and they got shut down in February. Yeah. Because of uh, bac bacterial concerns in their plant. By the FDA, uh, nonetheless, and they still haven't reinspected them. Yeah, yeah no, they've I never reinspected them. So, um, you know, and they're like, hey, we fixed everything. This is fucking. And yeah. This is disgusting. And now apparently they're ramping production back up and they're sending it all down to the border. So. Hey. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not calling him out. And I know he's not the president right now, so I, I don't expect anything from Trump. But I kind of wonder where he's at on this one. Why hasn't he come out and said something? Where the fuck's he been? That's a great question, Sparky Boy. Why is it illegal to import EU formula? Because the FDA has not, um, they've not approved it. They've not inspected it. That's so they correct. do not they allow haven't tested it. To come it here. So they don't allow yep. it and they don't know what's in it. So yep. they can't give yeah. it its due regard. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that, I mean, I get it. it this is just, I, it, it's a great point. This is bullshit. Um, I, I, uh, I'm done with this fucking cockhole and everybody else that supports anything like this, this constant flow of dribble from the government, period, whether it was Trump's administration, whether it was Obama's administration, whether it's Biden's administration, it doesn't fucking matter whose administration it was. The point is, is we've had nothing but for the last, I would have to say good 35 years, we've had nothing but constant dribble come from our government. Our government has done nothing for us people. And I'm, I know Sparky boy, you're not here in America, but I'm going to go ahead and second this one because I think it's getting to that point. It's getting to that point where you all do realize what the Boston tea party was about, right? You all do realize it was over the sugar act tax that was placed on the American colonies by great Britain because our rum was selling better than theirs. Mm -hmm. You all do realize that, right? So they put a tax on sugar. Well, then the Americans got smart. We said, Hey, we're not a bunch of dumbasses. Watch this. We're just going to relabel the box. The box is now tea. So what did they do? Well, now they started the, the tea tax. Put a tax on tea. Well, that was it. The Americans finally said, you know what? Fuck you. Watch this, King George, and tossed it off the boat dressed as American Indians. And now every single time that we go fill up our tank with gas or we go to the grocery store, we are paying between, at, I can't even say 8.3% because we know that's bullshit. It's between like a 15 and 100% tax. I mean, when you think of it, inflation is, it's a tax. It's a tax for the working people. So it's really I, what it is. But even still past all of that, uh, wait a minute, I got a red pill. Scott with woke was showing lab made breast milk made by part and with Bill Gates. Yeah. They are now pushing, um, what synthetic, uh, synthetic breast milk. This is, uh, 
Don't please don't subject your children to that. That's if anybody's listening, please. And you're thinking about it, but I'm thinking that this is not a bad idea. Sparky boy. I know you're not here in America and I know you couldn't partake, but I would definitely take videos for you and send it to you. But my point is this one. Holy shit. Maybe this is what we need to do. Sparky boy said, so your government is choosing immigrant lives over yours. Yes, exactly. They have been for quite some time. That's why people that come in illegally through the border get what? $3,500. They don't have to have a vaccine. They don't wow. have to get tested. Awaken bomb um, said, but Gates is tamping, uh, ramping up bio milk, synthetic formula. Yep. Yeah. Why do, why do you think this whole baby formula was a shortage was contrived in the first place? So Bill Gates can make another dollar. So Bill Gates could push his synthetic baby formula. That'll Because kill you get parents right to the edge of desperation that their They'll parents are going to starve. And they will abs- And you hear the news saying, don't don't take your grandma's recipe for baby formula, even though your mom lived on it or whatever. No, no, no. you got to take Bill Gates synthetic biomilk. Yeah, because uh, that's the only way we can track you now, because that's the only thing that activates the fucking shit they injected in your arm when you went and got your fucking vaccine that you were told to go get, even though that's against the law, too. And the government can't enforce that by any standard. The courts have shown that they've replayed that even in the Supreme Court by saying, hey, look, yeah, that's not really fucking legal. Yet we're so willing to concede we put fucking masks on her face and we're willing to go the fucking let to the level of saying, hey, look, wait just one minute. Now we want to fucking make up laws that you're not going to have any say to defend yourself in a, in a court of law. And we're going to break the law to make it seem like what you're doing is illegal. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm scratching my butthole and speaking through my fucking penis here, but what the fuck has happened to our country? Holy fucking shit. It's we, the destruction of America. What do you think has happened to our this country? This is it. This you is, can't build it back better until you destroy it. It, 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 it. Joe Biden's been waiting a fucking full year to destroy America. Yeah. We're at fucking. No, he has been systematically destroying America for the I know, past year, and now we're coming up to the climax of it. He's on part 16 of his 12 step plan. I get it, but he's retarded. He still hasn't, you still haven't heard me when I said he's on part 16 of his 12 part plan. I know. Well, here's part, what? I don't know. 17 now. 17. This fucking retard. Yep. He needs to go. CLB says, I'm surprised certain people haven't risen up and own, overthrown the government. Um, hold, hold your beer. Hold your beer. Bite your tongue. Yeah, we're we're uh, I, I mean, we're I, getting there. I that well, that's what I that's what I mean. You guys aren't wrong. That's what I, I'm talking about with Sparky Boy. He's not wrong. That's a great idea. Is that the next Boston Tea Party? The uh, formula because you know what happens after that, right? You do know what happens after that. We take all we that formula, know, we throw no, it in the no, river, stop. and then we throw the babies in after it so they can drink. Sorry. You, you all do realize historically what happened after the Boston Tea Party. Immediately following that, almost within two months, was the Boston Massacre. Pew, pew. Yeah. Pew, pew. 14 Americans were murdered. Pew, pew. Early Americans, granted, I get it, but 14 of them were murdered. 28 were wounded. I uh, Some as young as 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm asking, is this where we're headed? I mean, I thought I was going to be the one saying, let's go. We'll go get them. Fuck them. Watch this. That's why everybody's got their no buttons, right? 
Pull your no buttons out. You got your no button? Pull it out. Pull out your no button. Let everybody else, you got a no button. No, no, nah, bear. Get the fuck out of here. Keep moving. 14 Americans. That's a weekend in Chicago. That's a day in Chicago. That's Shit, like a, that's three that's hours a in Tuesday Chicago. That's a Tuesday in Chicago. A weekend's like 140. That's not just a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday morning in yeah, Chicago. No that's shit. just with the women who are pissed off with their men. But <laughs> seriously, I mean, if we're there, uh, it, I what was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the, uh, it was the one from New York. Uh, what was the, the, Iverson or Ilmanson, uh, uh, the guy who signed the declaration from New York, mm. he was the one that called it and there they abstained. So there were a bunch of fags. I never liked them anyway, but he said it right. You're literally from New York. He said, yeah, but there's still a bunch of fags. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that there are a bunch of fags, but he literally said it right though. He had the best take on the declaration. He said, you all do realize what this is. This is open and honest treason. It's all it is. We're not doing anything more here but committing treason. I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about that very closely. Is that what we're doing? No, not doing it or, is committing treason. Would you stop? Is that what we're doing? Or are we preventing the treason? Because me personally, I, I, I'm saying, I, I want to say I'm preventing it. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. And that is closer and closer every day. That is, we're right around the corner from that. Okay. They're uh, making they're, fucking cows wear face masks. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Hey, if you've got that, then you need to send that to me. I need a picture of that. Holy shit. Uh, we're waiting for the general to rise up. You know what? I'm done with generals. Stop too. waiting. I'm, I'm Stop done with waiting the generals because I'm, I'm telling you, this isn't about one person. This has to be a group of people. We can't wait for, we cannot depend on one person. We, it's been, we depend on the government every day and they fuck it up left, right, and center. Yeah. You got this fucking retard in charge of us right now who didn't know if he shit his pants or not. Stop waiting on one person. Let's start doing it as a people. Because the majority is going to win this one out. The majority is going to be the one that sees us to the end of the day. It's not going to be one person. One person is corruptible. One person is, he, he's got issues. He's got things he can't deal with. A group of people, you can't stop that. That's why our, our forefathers were so insistent on calling this a revolution. Revolutions don't stand. A movement starts and it ends. A revolution just keeps moving around. Yep. That's why they called it a revolution. Every single one of our forefathers had that foresight to say this has to be known as the American Revolution. We cannot let it be known as... Fuck, the Brits for the longest time were trying to call it uh, uh, the colony of bastard children that acted up. <laughs> Ask Sparky Boy. Sparky Boy right. knows about that shit. They called it something else. It was not the American Revolution. It was like the American burping or something. I'm trying to remember exactly the words the Brits used for it. But when we mud stomped their asses, let me tell you, that only lasted a few short years. And then that was gone from the lexicon completely because they got their asses mud stomped by us. So fuck them. So Awakened Mom says we have 10 days to have Biden sign the contract 
with the WHO, yeah, with the, the NATO, WEF, NATO, WEF giving give up, up our complete, complete sovereignty. sovereignty. So we've uh, already and, we already kind of touched on that because Desert Aid over on on Twitch kind of talked about it. But yeah, we'll get into that because that plays into this. This is us giving us. We're we're allowing our rights to be taken from us now, not just from the American government, but now we're saying, hey, you can give it to the fucking who? See, and who? here's the deal. I think most people, I guarantee you that most people have no idea that this is coming. They have no idea what's going on. And they are going to be entirely, completely, thoroughly shocked when fucking blue helmets start marching down their streets. I know I'm not, I but I can't wait because holy shit, you target know practice. the target practice I'm going to have? We need more ammo. No, we don't. I got plenty. Trust me. There's okay, way more good. than you know good. about. Well, that's good because you need some of it to kill that fucking gator. Anyway. I saw that bitch this morning. Did you? Yeah, the thing's like seven feet long. I know. It's as long as my truck from the front of my truck to the tip of and my And you didn't get out gas. and shoot it? Dude, no, at this do you know point, that thing moves like fucking 20 something miles an hour hauling at, ass? At this point, I have alerted all the neighbors that um, you're probably going to shoot it with a high powered rifle. And if it sounds like an explosion, not to worry about it, just come get some gator meat. So, the only one I'm worried about is the one with the other pond on the other side. No, no, no. The, he died. Okay. Well, what about he that's di fucked up? He died unexpectedly. He dropped dead. When was this? Uh, February. So, is there anybody living there? Uh, I think the wife's living with family. They have someone come in and check on the house. I think they're going to sell it. Yeah, no, he he was like, he was uh, some... No, I shoot gators because I want the fucking leather for the boots. He was like VP of finance for some major company or something. He was 52. He just dropped dead. Yeah, I think he was uh, the guy that owned, or he was the... For one of the big companies. Daniel Defense. Might have been. But yeah, he, I think a heart attack or stroke or something. Anyway, he, he was triple jabbed and he dropped dead. I, I'm just saying we've got to, this, so you don't have to worry about him. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not vying for war because I've seen war. It's the last thing I want my kids to see. It's the last thing I want any of my family members to see. It's the last thing I want any of you to see. I went and dealt with that because you guys don't have to deal with it. That's why I went and dealt with it. But the last thing I want to see is my own country be given away like it is. I, I, I just, I, I, that's not what I fought for. I didn't fight for this. This is not what I fought for. I fought for what we have right here. The fact that we don't give a fuck about what you talk about. We don't give a fuck about what you say or what you believe. If you believe something different, you believe something different. But if you have an argument to back up your bit, you better, because if you're going to come on here and try and spout it off, I'm going to argue with you about it. If you can't deal with polite, this is the talk that I'm talking about. There, ha If this conversation is still going on, we're not at that point yet. It's when that conversation stops. Kind of like what me and Justin are trying to do. We're trying to insert ourselves in here to say, we need to keep the conversation, the dialogue running. When the dialogue stops, we're all fucked. Because we're going to hit this wall. That's it. Once you roll down that hill, you can't pull that barrel back up the fucking hill. It doesn't work that way. Gravity's against you. There's so many forces rolling behind that barrel. You can't stop it at that point. It's the last thing you want your kids to see. It's the last way you want your family to live. It's the last thing you want to worry about. But it's going to happen if we continue to let shit like this happen. And I do say that 2022 is our deadline. Because if we don't fix, if we don't get things right in 2022, 2020 is not going to matter. And 2024 sure as hell ain't going to matter. Yeah. Because there's ain't nobody that's going to fucking vote in 24. Then what do we have? Then we have 
Uh, We're not going to make it to 24. What do they call that? They call that, uh, I'm trying to remember the word, you use it so rarely, an inulet inulet government. You have a government that literally does nothing. It's there by the people, provided by the people, and we keep paying their salaries because we're stupid. We don't know what else to do. (sighs) That's the truth. This is what I'm concerned about. I, I, I go to bed worrying about it every night. I, I hope everybody listens to us, but this is, I can't tell you how serious just these two specific instances are from what we heard tonight from the young lady that was with us. And then what happened to Veritas and I'm not sticking up for Veritas. I don't fucking know James O'Keefe from fucking Wix Vixen. But I can tell you this much about James O'Keefe. If he's got that type of information and this is what he's laying out, he's showing you that, yeah, there's some dirty shit going on in this government, which means we have been right since day one. Means everybody's been right since day one. Yeah. And man, I can't fucking wait till the day that both me and Justin are elected president because you fuckers still have failed to listen to the biggest part of that. You're going to have two conspiracy theorists that are fucking (laughs) president and vice president. Mm. We're going to fucking open the floodgates of information. You guys are going to get wins left, right, and center. You can just go ahead and start stacking up your friends because they're going to be like, shit, he was right or she was right the whole fucking time. I'm a fucking retard. I probably should have listened to them. It's going to get dumped. I don't give a fuck. If it does not involve national security and somebody else isn't going to die, I'm telling you right now, it's all going out there. I can give a fuck less. Okay. I already told Justin that like we're going to have a five-second discussion about it. Well, apparently, a lot of it's already out there on the in- fucking... He's going to say yay Inger- or nay. Ingersoll... Lockwood shit. Lockwood. Yeah. Holy They're shit. They're putting it out there. Holy shit. That's craziness. Um, If you guys missed Justin's uh, show yesterday, Cannabis in Combat, we were both on there. Mick plan to go on i was unexpected but um and i know glock holiday or a lot of people are excited about Saturday show um i reached out to james from the people radio to see if he wants to come on and contribute some of his uh ingersoll lockwood to my real talk because it all seems to be interconnected because i saw documents then that i was like whoa i've 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 seen those before like i've seen those at our family home in germany i recognize that handwriting like Holy shit balls. Um, so yeah, that's that's all connected. Um BC Wallace said, didn't Marcus Aurelius off most of the senators and other government officials when he gained power? Yes, most yes, certainly he did. did. Yes, he did. Why? What what did he have to cover up? What did Marcus Aurelius had to cover up? Um, the fact that he was well, the whole Cleopatra thing, but then all yeah, that. that was the biggest part. Um, he had to destroy the the Cleopatra tie that was killing the Romans. Yeah. I, 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 I don't give a fuck about Rome. This is America. Wow. Where? 250 years ago, we were, we fought about this shit. We lost hundreds of thousands of Americans back then for what we have right now. And what we have right now, there's a bunch of fucking Americans that walk around you every fucking day and they could fucking shit and spit on the fucking goddamn American flag. Does anybody else not take offense to that? That blows my mind along with all this other shit that we're seeing about our own constitution, our bill of rights, shit men have gone to war, fought over and died over. They're just willing to trample it and they don't give a fuck. 
That pisses me off. This is America. This isn't another country. This isn't a third world country. You, you don't get to come here and play those games. No. That's where we say, nah, bear. Nah, nah, fuck you. Hold my beer. Watch this. This is going to get interesting. That's why we have no buttons. That's why they're trying to take our no buttons. Ever so slowly, they figure we can erode one fucking little bit of your life with a mask, with a piece of fucking cloth. Everybody that said, you know what? I'm going to comply. I'm going to wear your mask. Yeah, and now those people have uh, microplastic in their lungs because you, you, you don't know, have you don't have any rights. You don't have any. You don't have any of this. You don't. You just don't. You want to know why? Because you let us take it. It was okay. It was okay after 9-11. Oh, the terrorists bombed the World Trade Center. We must look at every foreigner as an adversary. And now we're going to sign the Patriot Act. If you've never read the Patriot Act, I suggest you go read it. Because your first seven rights in the Bill of Rights don't no longer exist. The country can take you and hold you as long as they want. That and is one of the articles under the Patriot Act. That should make you shit yourself without trial. Without being stood in front of a judge, which completely goes against every part of the Constitution and every legal defense that's offered to every American citizen. Without proof. And that's why I get so fucking pissed off at motherfuckers that say, hey, those Mexicans who just crossed the border, they have constitutional rights. No, they do not. They are not an American citizen. Oh, well, they're over here. Doesn't fucking matter. They are not American citizens. They were not born here. They do not get offered protection from the fucking Constitution. Okay, um, they're right. Uh, Mark Antony was the one that killed them because of Cleopatra. Marcus Aurelius was pre-Caesar, um, and he killed all of them because they made fun of him. Mark Antony was the one, and and thank you for bringing that to my attention, Sparky Boy. You're absolutely right. Mark Antony uh, killed, killed all of the generals um, who, when he took power... Uh, a, to cover up the whole Egypt thing with Cleopatra, but also uh, as revenge because they conspired to kill Caesar Dictator, who was his father-in-law, um, or they were in the triumvirate together. And then, uh, but Marcus Aurelius was pre, he was right before Caesar, and he killed all the generals because, just for power, because they made fun of him. Well, I got to calm down because anyway. my watch just warned me and said your blood pressure is a little bit over a million. So, oh, that's great. So okay. we, have to, we have to get off this. I, I just, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it just makes me so perturbed about this that I, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. I served. I gotcha. Um, I don't get that. I'm not talking about that. It's not about that. It's not about serving. It's about you live in this country. You enjoy the freedoms that we have. You're not persecuted. You're not dragged out in the street out of your fucking house and shot in the fucking head. Not I've yet. seen it happen. I've watched it happen to other people. There's nothing we could do about it. It was their law. It's bullshit. Our freedoms, uh, you know, what you're talking about, this country we're living in, it's a facade. And we are only just coming to realize that because yeah. they could drag us out of our house and shoot us dead in the street. And what would anyone do? Good try here. Because they got claim, well, they got other shit they got to get through. Uh, but I mean, regular people, seriously, what what would what would people do, right? What did they do when Seth Rich was killed on the street in D.C.? Right? Nothing. Nothing. But again, it's just I just I don't. 
it just man it it's it's our freedoms our our god-given rights they were taken away from us a long time ago you're right they were taken away from us with the patriot act it wasn't Every, just the Patriot Act, no, though. There's been so many little things. They've been incremental. Like the FBI agent said on Project Veritas, it's the little things that build yeah. up over time that you let them go. And they do. It's We call it the snowball effect, right? It's just one, trim a little bit off the Constitution here, trim a little piece there for everybody's safety and security. But really, it's for nobody's safety and security because very soon, we already live in a, in a banana republic. And, and very soon, we're going to be living in a place where they can drag you out in your house and shoot you dead in the street like you're in fucking China and no one's going to say anything because they're scared that they're going to come to their door next. Mile high. That's that's good. That's funny, actually. Yeah, Clown World Run. I, hey, run first by of clowns. all, welcome. I, yes. I, you are a new listener. I appreciate you being here. Clown World Run by Clowns does eliminate clowns. I get you, but that's a scary, that's a scary, it's a slippery slope as well. You got to remember, but now what are you going to do? Kill all the clowns? What about Ronald McDonald? Is he dead too? Uh, what about Krusty? Is he dead? How much formula did they send to the border? Pallets, pallets upon, upon pallets. Pallets and pallets. BT Ed Z. Said, remember, they don't teach your children their rights because it's easier to take them away if they don't know what they are. Correct. In fact, they don't teach the Constitution in school because they claim the reason they don't teach it is because Constitution Day falls during the summer. So therefore, they don't teach it in public school. Ed Z, I get what you're saying. But remember, this is the country that elected a foreigner as president and then reelected them after that. Mm -hmm. uh, I Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that that's hysterical, uh, Josh. Ha ha ha! Mixed mouth on deployment. Now that that was you. You were in the Navy. There's no wrong hole in the Navy. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is just I, I I just don't understand why more people don't get upset about it. Like I, I guess maybe you guys do, and maybe I just can't see you. So there it is. That's that's what it is. I I'm not sure. Um, you're absolutely right. Thanks, Ed Z. Uh, awesome with the cookie. A uh, bag of dicks. Yes, that's what you were doing <laughs> most of the time, Josh. The tactics are visible. Uh, this from the Hawaiian town. The tactics are visible now that the 2020 agenda has been um, expedited. We will see their changes. Not only will we see it, though, I don't think it's just that we'll see it, but we're going we're gonna to recognize it. I think we're going to see it and recognize it faster uh, because we've already seen it once. The awake people have. My worry isn't the awake people. My worry are the people that don't want to wake up or refuse to even accept awakening or uh, an awakening, you know, because it's not that they, it's not that they don't wake up or they won't wake up, but they refuse to accept the awakening that's being presented to them. So for instance, you have those friends, right? Everybody has them. I have friends that I've tried to red pill and it doesn't matter what the fuck I say. They so want to bury their fucking heads in the sand. that They don't want to hear anything I have to say, or even admit that there is a possibility that I could be right. Mm -hmm. No, because they know you're right. Yeah. And they're, they're so Stockholm syndrome that they absolutely can't admit it. You're absolutely right. And when God forbid you bring factual evidence with you, you might as well just turn around and punch yourself in the dick because yeah. that's the way they're going to look. How dare you bring evidence? Who are you? No, then they start with the personal attacks. If they, yes. If, oh, no, if no, they, they can't, if they can't go it, with it's the, a, the it's facts. It's a five-step process. Huh? Yes. It's All a right. five-step right. process. We'll it's speed a five it up because we're running out of time. I know Josh is on here to, to spur us along here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we just got to go, but it's a five-step process. But the long story short, whatever, y'all get it. 
I, I don't need to say anything more. Okay. And, and Josh, I'm talking to you right now. Uh, you should definitely watch Saturday's show because I'm going to... Um, bring, We're going to go real bring, deep. I'm going to bring your theory in as well. I found some evidence as to your parasite theory amongst my Vril research. So that's going to be very, very interesting. Think uh, about the yes. table's turn. Could they influence us to think the opposite factual evidence doesn't matter at all. It would be like changing who they are as a person. You have to appeal to their emotions. Very true. Very yeah. true. All right. Well, we got to run because Josh is coming up on the red pill project. So if you're not on pills or pilled, get over there, check them out. Uh, red pill project. They're on right after us. Yep. He'll, and, he'll be uh, on in uh, about 10 minutes. Yeah. So ten, we got to get the minutes, fuck off so that he so can set up his either thing. way. We got to go. So, yep. Y'all have a good night uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. We will talk to you later. Thanks for watching. Later, Patriots. See you tomorrow.
this is treason. Where is God? Officer, I can't breathe. I can't hear you. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't, we'd have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant and you can get your copy, <clears throat> get your copy today. And I can't, <laughs> having, a, having a, a rough time choke. there. 